0: This is Jim. Love your show, Neil. Love you. Love
1: you. Welcome back to another action-packed uh, segment on uh, WWQA. Uh, yeah. What is this here? M.
2: Yeah.
1: And we're honored to have on the phone Coach Jim Morris. Hey, Coach. Hi. Hello, Coach.
2: Hello, and how are you
3: fellas doing today? Pretty good. How
2: It's funny you
1: should say that, Coach, because we do want to know what your take yes. is on that game last week against the, uh, the Mercy College whipping. Poofs. Mercy College. Mercy College I'd say it was at best, uh, well, how can I say it? Will? We played really badly.
4: Oh, that we played badly. Whip and and we lost the game. I don't know what
0: to say. <laughs> <laughs>
5: the tens of fans that did show up, uh, they were pretty upset. Portals
6: are strange. They're never happy. Never get paid. And stay home all
1: alone. Man,
7: it was uh,
1: too bad about the game yesterday against uh, Mrs. Crabtree's third graders.
2: Rained out by a score.
1: Yeah, That was tough. Rained out by
2: a score.
0: They're playing in
6: the rain. Yeah. Couldn't play no more.
1: The team was getting soaked, so I told them to go home. Rained out
0: by a
2: score.
1: Now, well, thanks for joining us, coach.
8: We wish you luck for the remainder of the season. And uh,
1: we'll be back right after this, Wade, from Zanza, Pepsi, Anna Maria,
9: and Albighetti.
5: Hey, it came in fourth yesterday, Jim Morrison. How do you like that? Should have been higher than that, don't you think? I should think he should have been above number one. But anyway, we'll get into that. 1,273 votes on yesterday's poll. Not too shabby. We would have had a lot more if George wouldn't have been such a hard ass about Stevie Ray Vaughan. And yeah, Tupac. Of course. No, seriously. And the, the younger punks out there, and we have like four or five of them, they had nowhere to vote for Give me one name on this list that we had yesterday of your all-time favorite dead recording artist who somebody under the age of 100 would vote for. Kurt Cobain?
10: All right, there you go.
5: Yeah, well, I mean, that's as close, but even today, Kurt Cobain is like ancient history. Yesterday's news. Right, old news, dead old news, kind of like Jerry Garcia, kind of like Karen Carpenter, oh, but not quite that old and quite that dead. Today's a big day, boy. It's Wednesday. we got the big noon to one hour, all comedy bits noon to one. Gigantic day. And you want to know why? Because it's only two days before Friday. And you want to know what Friday is? Book day. Right. The book. The rating book is coming out on Friday, boys and girls. Right. And everybody from coast to coast and all the ships at sea are going to have their eyes on this one. The fall book. Do you think there's something symbolic about that term, fall book? Yeah, some people are going to stand, and some people are going to, (laughs) like, fall. Could be us. Could be like a precipitous decline, you know? Ask us if we care. Do we care? No. No, we're beyond that. We're beyond the proving to somebody else stage. There are some people around who still need to prove their case. Not to mention no names, of course, because we don't want to get into personalities. Here's the poll from yesterday. Well, let's give the poll for today first, before we give the results, because there's about 400 names on there. And again, George wants to apologize profusely. We had people calling in, suggesting Tupac and uh, Notorious B.I.G. and Notorious F.A.T. and all these other uh, dead people. Stevie Ray Vaughan would have got a lot of votes, but George said, uh-uh, no way, Jose. And whatever George says on these polls, because he's the poll expert. I thought you were. I'm the poll pervert. You're the poll expert. Well, yeah, you're the, you're the expert on bad polls. Here's today's poll, which I think is kind of timely since USA Today says El Presidente's popularity, speaking of falling, <coughs> is dropping precipitously. Still a pretty good number, but of course, see, it's hard to tell because you're measuring these things like week by week, so you don't know if it's 58% on the way back up or 58% on the way <coughs> down. And I think we have a feeling that we know. But anyway. any rate... Here's the poll today. President Bush's popularity rating is lower than any time since 9-11. How do you rate his overall job so far? Got it? Got it. Five choices. Outstanding. Good. Fair. Weak. Or he's a total disaster. Once again, covering from pillar to post the entire spectrum of human sentiment and choices. We have a call on there already. I can't believe this. From Miami. Hello.
11: How predictable that you're going to start off your day with a poll?
5: Yeah. God. I'm glad you're listening, and congratulations to you. How predictable. We do it every day. How predictable. Isn't that great? Here's a guy that was on there right off the bat to give us a shtuch. How predictable that we started the show at 9 o'clock. No, how predictable we started the day with an asshole on the phone. That's pretty predictable, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't want to let the audience down. We do it every day on the show, asshole. And I'm sure you already know that because you're a faithful listener. Let's read it one more time. President Bush's popularity rating is lower than any time since. And, of course, the reason we start the show every day with a poll, by the way, is because if we wait for, like, spontaneous comment from the audience, what we're going to get is the swill, the, the vermin that we just heard coming through the phone. we got today a bug man. we got our friend Steve from Alternative uh, uh, Termite Management going to have to come in here and spray this joint and put his, uh, smear sh- his stuff around just to get the cobwebs out of that crap. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. We all agreed. We just took a vote, sir. We agreed. You're puke on two legs. We took a poll. We took a poll on it. That's right. Here's the poll today. And see, this guy, again, he's one of those right-wingers who's all bent out of shape because, you know, USA Today is reporting. That. I mean, they just give the numbers. If it was 83% instead of 58%, you would be happy about that. But because you know that he's probably going to get a little shtuch here on this poll today from our crowd, you're not too happy about that, are you? Because you can't handle the truth. You're an emotional cripple. That's what Jack Nicholson told me. You can't handle the truth. That's exactly what Jack told me. President Bush's popularity rating is lower than any time since 9-11. How do you rate his overall job so far? Outstanding, good, fair, weak, or he's a total disaster? Fort Lauderdale, hello. Good morning, Neil. How yeah. are you? Okay. Wow, that was quick. Well, I'm just uh, taking in one here and there, you know. Okay. Terrific. See if we got anybody in a good mood out there beside that sour puss that started us off with a right. schtuch with a shot.
8: I'm actually in a pretty good mood. Good. As kind of a, a funny segue. You just mentioned alternative termite. I, uh, I used them about two months ago, and uh, it's unbelievable. The ants are gone. Isn't
5: that amazing?
8: And I'm not throwing a plug. I know nothing about them. I don't work for them. I don't have to do with them, but it did work. And I figure if you have a sponsor or you mentioned
5: someone that worked no, for They're not a, a sponsor, call. but they just happen to be uh, nice people who came into George's place and then did my house, and uh, the ants are all gone, and the uncles are moving out next.
8: There you go. I had those little tiny ones, and they're gone, but uh, let me just uh, throw one thing out. i there. got I'm a not, tiny one. Uh, there you go. I'm not a real uh, politically uh, correct person. I don't really follow politics all that much. But uh, you know about your poll with George Bush. Um, I do have, I had quite a bit of money in the stock market. Now I have a couple of cents in there.
5: Mm-hmm. Um,
8: would you blame him for what's happened there? Indirectly, directly, partly. You know, I don't know. If, partly don't because know he's doing in.
5: he's doing the same thing that Reagan. I mean, this started before he came in, but now he's doing the same thing Reagan did with this phony supply side economics to trickle down, which of course don't trickle down. Anybody, you know what's trickling down your leg right now? Every time you look at your portfolio, how little is left. It, it's bogus. It's a, it's a farce. It's the it's the it's the I traditional book, steal from the poor, give to the rich, give to the big corporations, pretending that it's going to create jobs, stimulate the economy, mm-hmm. and etc. It's not working. It never all will right. work.
12: And uh, one last thing, Mo Howard, I fucked him.
5: Oh. No, he's supposed to go. Are you? Oh. What the hell was that? Anyway, so there's a, a good start. He's in a little bit better mood, in spite of the fact that he lost all his damn money, or at least most of it. We got a few cents. We didn't have any common sense, but we got a few cents left. We, if I would have had common sense, I wouldn't have consorted with Mitch Hirsch. I, would, I wouldn't I would have listened to my good friend, Rimmer. See, Rimmer's great for doctors. Thanks again, Rimmer. You're the best. on doctors. Stockbrokers, not too good. But doctors, the best. My podiatrist, my new cardiologist I saw yesterday. Of course, I don't want to start waxing too enthusiastic because, you know, the pattern over the years has always been I go right. and see a new guy, and the first time it's, oh, my gosh, this guy was great. And then, uh I don't know. Then you find out they had no idea what the hell they were talking about. But these guys, both of these guys seem to be really great. Okay? Seem to right. be tremendous. Knock on tremendous. the mic, Knock on, uh, mic. So you're going to start with a poll. I haven't even given a poll results from yesterday, which I'll get to, because how unusual that we'd start the show with a poll. That would be like, how unusual you'd start the show by saying, hello, you know, and finishing the show by saying, bye, bye, bye. How unusual. Isn't that unusual? Revolutionary. Ten minutes after nine at five sixty here in the land oh, of the how predictable. sour. How you gave the time before going into the break. The land, I didn't go, I'm not going into the break. I just said the land of the sour. Now oh. I'm going into the break. So you're interrupting me again. I bet you'll See, play it's all George. Rejoices. He's doing it again. I'll bet See? You'll play a sweeper. He's interrupting me again. At end this little spick rhymes with prick. Just cut the crap, okay? You can be replaced by a Carlos. Although I can't stand the smell of that toothpaste in the tea room there. I go in there to take a leak at about a quarter to nine. Or whatever, 820, whatever the hell it was. He just has come out of there, obviously, and somebody's in there doing their business. And the the combination of the smell of the toothpaste combined with the aroma of the uh, whatever's going on in the stall there, I'm going to tell you. There's another good reason. It's enough to make you swoon. Anyway, can I do this damn spot? We We don't want to get too far behind today. It's Wednesday. We don't have time to catch up. Diala mattress is one of the great bunch of peoples in the world, and the reason I say that is because when it comes to getting you a new name brand mattress at an unbeatable price with delivery that you never heard of like in your life, this is the place. And the best part of the whole deal is you don't have to go anywhere. All you have to do is sit there on your ass and make one easy phone call to Diala mattress at 1-800-Mattress, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, and they'll have you sleeping like a baby all year long with the best name brand mattress and, like I said, an everyday low unbeatable price they got the best Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King, Corlin, every size and style. And when you call that one 800 mattress number you won't be just talking to an order taker, an operator. You'll be talking to an expert vetting consultant who will hook you up with exactly what you'll be looking for. So if you want to do yourself and you're back a big favor, this is the way to do it. Miguel will be doing it, George has done it, and I'm doing it too. And as far as delivery is concerned, you get to choose the date and time, and they'll show up. Right on time when they say. In fact, they got a ninety-nine percent on-time record. When it's convenient for you, that's when they'll be there. Even today, if you call right now. Here's the toll-free number again for Dollar Mattress, the best in the business. One eight hundred Mattress. One eight hundred M A T T R E S. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. What a great way to start off the new year with a gift for you and your back—a new mattress from Dollar Mattress.
13: local. This is Five City.
8: The radio is all yours.
13: Now. <laughs> Q-A-M. I like Neil's poll.
8: Muriano I
14: was standing there one day, not thinking I would die
0: from being able to
6: make do-do.
0: I should never eat McDonald's. A Big Mac must be trapped inside my bowels. Ah, how can you die from the infected fall? Let these butcher doctors in. Now my heart stopped.
2: You schmucks at Sinai
0: tore my intestines out. I guess I should have known what to expect living in Miami with the kind of service you get in this town. I would have to leave tomorrow if I didn't eat that crab I swallowed. Why can't you lend me some to Lass? Why can't you lose us? get it right? My bowel, the block, inside my hiney, can't make my turds go out.
9: I'm 15
5: at 560 WQAM. That child is sick, I'll tell you that right now. And that's why we like him so much. Oh, yeah, we'll leave it to you to start out with a uh, disgusting Boca Brian bit. Yeah, that's right. In fact, we've already played two Boca Brian bits. We played the Jim Morris one, and we played that, too. Uh-oh. How predictable. Maybe that guy will be calling in who hates a Boca. We hear from him anymore or not? Uh, he gave up. He gave up. He gave up. For wow, isn't that good? Thirty-four votes already, and I hate to break the bad news to, especially like that first, that Jean Provocateur that I called moments ago. hate to break the bad news to you, sir, but this crowd, this audience, of very erudite people, this ebullient crowd of ours, 34 votes about President Bush's overall job so far. Total disaster, 22. Fair, four. Outstanding, three. Good, three. And weak, two. So if you combine total disaster and weak, you got, let's see, 69, 70.6%. How do you like them apples, huh? How do you like them road apples? 70.6%. But I sure was impressed yesterday when I got on there was talking about Sodom and about the Iraqi inspectors. He's getting impatient. He's getting sick and darn tired of waiting for uh, him, putting up with his changing his mind and uh, doing this and doing that. He's getting sick and tired of it. In other words, come clean now or uh, we don't care. We're going to blow your ass up anyway. Because I think basically what it boils down to is we're going to blow their ass up anyway and kill a lot of innocent people in the process, including many Americans. Yeah, but they didn't find anything. Oh, and how could I start without getting... We should have been... The guy's right. Before the poll, we should have talked about... Anthrax. Right. Did you see that story? He was telling me about it. Wow. I don't want to get people nervous or anything like that. Anthrax. But there's a story going on this morning. (laughs) Postal Service Test Facility for Anthrax. Washington. And and I love these stories. Possible bacteria found in Federal Reserve sample. They didn't say what kind of a sample it was. Yeah, it might have been that. The U.S. Postal Service began testing for anthrax at one of its Washington facilities after the Federal Reserve said its own testing of mail had indicated the potential presence of the bacteria. A postal official said yesterday, Tom Day, I wonder if he's related to Dennis, Tom Day, Vice President of Engineering at the Postal Service, emphasized that the tests are being performed out of an abundance of caution and said that there's no evidence of anthrax contamination or any health risk to postal workers or the public. Well, what does that mean? That sounds like double talk to me. Out of an abundance of caution and there is no evidence of anthrax contamination or any health risk to postal workers or the public, results of the test are expected any moment, like early today, which it's getting later than you think. It says it's not clear whether the possible anthrax might have come from a letter or any other piece of mail, they said, though the sample was wait, wait till you hear this the sample was generally gathered from the mail processed at a government only mail facility in the District of Columbia. It was generally gathered. What well, what does that mean? Uh, I have no idea. I don't want to say that they're double talking us or anything like that, but it was an abundance of caution and it was generally gathered. a beep, but a boop bop ba like that. Maybe they got some cute sets. And don't forget it's not a question either. of if, it's a question of when. Don't forget that. Okay. We don't know what or where or who. See, these five guys that they got conned on, that fraud, that hoax, these five Arabs, what about the other 800 that they don't know about who probably are the uh, evildoers? See, that's what right. I'm concerned about. Because they always seem to find the, uh, the scamsters that come up with this phony crap. Oh, look out for these guys. They're the bad. And come to find out that the guys who are, like, standing right behind them, they're the bad guys, that we don't know anything about them. But nevertheless, just, uh, that's right, just govern yourselves accordingly. Are we still monitoring the Mo Show? You bet. From the moment I get into my car until the moment I got here, I was monitoring every single word, every nuance, every breath, every squeaky word. I mean, everything that was going on, man. Sixty-six votes on there, and lo- oh, oh my God, sixty-six votes. Can you see it on there? Look at no. the per- the percentage. The percentage of people who say it's a total disaster is 44 out of 66. You know what percentage that is? Two-thirds? 66.6. 666. <gasps> six, Oi! <laughs> First we get a story about anthrax, and now we got the old 666. Six, six. <laughs> I don't want to get you nervous, though, because it's Wednesday, it's hump day. And noon to one, we'll put a big smile on your puss with some good stuff. How predictable that on Wednesday you'd play comedy, bits noon to one. You know what? You're so transparent. I know it. Just like a pane of glass. Here's a call from uh, Miami. Hello.
11: Neil? Yes? I'm shocked that you started the show with a poll, and I think it's affecting the tone of the show.
5: Yeah, you're right. I don't like that tone. Well... How did you like that, asshole?
11: I don't like that, asshole. I I got my uh, Mobit CD, though, and I'm I'm tickled pink about it. That That's fantastic.
5: Is it great? It's available now, and they're actually sending them out, which shocks me, because it's the first time, I think, in about two years they really put anything on there that we set out.
11: Very high quality as far as the production value. Right. I think if, if you guys ever ride off into the sunset from QAM and resurface, you should be on FM. Because you your bits would sound so much better. Oh,
5: amen. Amen. You know? But, but put, put a bug in somebody's ear. Hey, um... Call out the uh, FM uh, radio theory.
11: Neil, did I hear a story on the news this morning? was I dreaming that they say they foiled some sort of plot? There was some a going to blow up? Yeah, uh, J, J, JFK. JFK.
5: That, that was yesterday's story for the New York Post, which uh, somehow we all missed, and which somehow the news media don't seem to. Uh, evidently, it turns out that was another. uh There wasn't anything to it. A
11: hoax. So we, right. we're going to find out a hoax now. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. So we're going to have to put all these
5: people on to tell the truth. Will the real gangster, the real terrorists, the real evildoers, please stand up, and everybody else sit your ass back down again?
11: Uh, I missed a lot of yesterday's show. Did you did you uh, talk about the uh, the death row guys getting all let out in
5: Illinois? No, we talked yesterday about uh, about uh, music people, about dead recording artists. But I, I mean, what well, I did make a comment. I said it's going to be fine until we have the first Willie Horton come along, like Michael Dukakis, and the first guy they let off death row uh, kills a few people. Then they're going to say, uh oh, not a good idea. Absolutely. It's called throwing a baby out with the bathwater. Uh, bathwater. Fry their asses. And have a great day. There you go. Fry their See, Somebody wanted us to take a poll. Remember that? on Forget about that. On the death penalty, we're angry, man. We know it's wrong. We know that you're not supposed to kill people. It's hypocritical. But the Bible says, right? Is that what the Bible sure. says? An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth? Things like that? That's what the Bible says. And if the Bible says it, it must be written by some idiots. Here's the, Can I get to the results from yesterday's poll? Oh, speaking of the Bible, say that. Man, I got so much good stuff here today. I might not have to take too many damn calls because we don't have any now anyway. Good letter to the editor in the Sun Day, The core problem with religion. I'll get to that by J. Ma- J. M. Herskowitz in Fort Lauderdale. Nice going, J. M. Get yourself a real name now. I don't. I don't. I just don't go for these people who are like by initials, like J. P. and J. R. and J. C. and Well What is that? It's a thing. What? Well, what? It's a thing. Get a name, okay? Not an initial. Bush set Sanctity of Life Day. We'll get to that. That's enough to make you puke your guts out. But we don't want to influence the outcome of our poll. Here's some really good news. Suit versus Diocese gets go ahead in Broward County. Case involving two priests, even though the Catholic Church tried to block it. Editorial in the Sun Sentinel. Time for Miriam Elephant to step down, to which we say, oh! Yeah, that's what we say. Let me get to the poll, please. Yesterday's. See, it's almost 9.30 already, and because of that one guy was such a sarcastic idiot, we haven't got to the results from yesterday's pool. He's dealing with our uh, agenda here, with our gay agenda. Who is your all-time favorite dead recording artist? We asked yesterday, and again, we apologize for George being such a hard ass, because definitely Stevie Ray Vaughan should have been on there. Even Stevie Wonder should have been on there. He isn't dead yet, but someday. John Lennon wins, and of course we know that John Lennon was killed by the CIA. Wouldn't you like that call yesterday? That guy was, uh he was interesting. Too much bad drugs. Too much bad drugs, kids. It'll affect your mind for years. Look at Norma Kent. John Lennon, 180. Jimi Hendrix had some bogus votes in there, but nevertheless, what do we care, right? Do we really care? No. No. And you want to know why I don't care? See, ordinarily I care, but in this case, it helped him beat out Frank Sinatra. So let's say, all right, Jimi Hendrix, oh. you go, boy. 180 votes for John Lennon, 136 for Jimmy Hendrix, Frank Sinatra 113. I just uh, and Jim Morrison 109, Elvis 100. Those are the people that 100 votes or more. Those, those five. Now, how can Frank Sinatra and Jimmy Hendrix beat out Jim Morrison? But again, the question: See, I, why do I do that? I didn't say who is the best. I said who's your favorite all-time dead recording artist. And obviously, we got a lot of old farts out there who like people who talk songs instead of singing. They like Frank Sinatra. And search for notes. My way. You know, he's Searching for it. And the note too. Elvis 100. Which is a little better than we thought he would do, isn't it? Yes. He was like kind of, he was languishing in the middle of the pack to later on in the day. And then all the Elvis people, they must have gotten their daisy chain going. They probably called up their pals in Graceland and said, get on that website there, get on that neilrogers.com, and vote until you can't vote no mo. Don't say mo no mo. Bob Marley 89. Bob Marley 89. That's all our, all our druggies out there. Freddie Mercury 72. That's all our queens. Frank Zappa 58. And you didn't want to put him on there. Frank, Frank Zappa 58. Jim Croce 54. And I forgot to bring in my Jim Croce album today. God dang it. Man. Marvin Gaye had 50. Roy Orbison, forty-five. Did we find uh, you got it yet? No, it, it's around here somewhere. It's you in don't this got room. It. it is in this room. In fact, what I'm going to do is let you and Carlos make guttural sounds. While I, I don't have time to be doing the show, I got to be looking for that Roy Orbison. You got it. I love that. In fact, there was some some spot that I saw last night. Was it on Smallville? Oh, by the way, Smallville was pretty good last night. It was okay. I like the way that they were all sweated up there, uh, Clark and Lana in the beginning, and then from there it went downhill. They always give us the tease, you know, like something's gonna happen. Except how come she wasn't? You think the white that he's t-shirt? got since he ain't doing anybody? You think he's got like a super grip? But anyway, no, <laughs> well, it was pretty interesting. And of course that scene where he had his mom. What the was What was his name? The her boyfriend that got uh, killed? I don't know. Well, the whole show was actually it was a dyke show last night. It was all about lesbianism. And this uh, what was her name? Tina, the horrible, uh, I, the yeah. evil, the evil doer with the Tina. She was had the hots for Lana, right? So it was Four a dyke nine. show last night. But anyway, in the middle of the show, there was a spot, I think it was on that show, and the music that they used was Roy Orbison and You Got It. And I thought, oh my god. There's our psychic powers again. I say our, cause yesterday you started developing some. Pretty soon we'll be developing Clark Kent's powers. Of course, nobody will be getting any from anything alive, but... Well, just that x-ray vision, I could have some fun there with There you go. Well, he doesn't, he said he don't peak too often. More than five, ten times a day. 27 past nine at 560, WQ. Did I ever give the reason? I got more results. Well, we got to do the break. How predictable. See, because that guy... <laughs> oh, he was great. Anyway, hey, the New Year's here. This is not the right copy, I don't think, is it? No. Oh. See, it's a damn good thing, that I took my time there. Well, that's because Todd Dreck, uh, he's all over the place, you know? He doesn't have any clue what the hell he's doing. And he also never shows his puss in here, which is probably a good thing. Whitney? Whitney, thank you. Not Whitney Houston, but Whitney the uh, blonde goofball. What was I saying about Whitney? I don't know. You were. Oh. Another year's gone by, and you're still underpaid and stuck in your crappy job. Well, if New Year's resolution is a high-paying career and getting out of that horrible job, call Fast Train. They'll help you do it. Call one eight six six fast train If you enroll now, you can be certified and on the way to a new high-paying job by April. That is correct. You can commit, if you can commit three nights a week, Fast Train can have you certified as a computer professional by this April. Which is only right down the road a piece. So call Fast Train tool free at 866 Fast Train because they offer you job placement, easy financing, day, night, and weekend classes too. Fast Train's got four convenient locations there in Miami, Kendall, Pembroke Pines, and Fort Lauderdale. Just one easy call, you'll be on your way to a new exciting career. So call them right now and get out of that crappy dead end job. Say goodbye to that crappy old boss and get you a real career. Call Fast Train 1-866 Fast Train right now or check them out on the web at fasttrain.com. <laughs>
13: Force Radio 560 QAM. God Neil. One family has captured the imagination of all of America. It's Al Qaeda in the family. Healing all the infidels. Non-believers go to hell.
6: Living in
13: the cave that smells. These are the days. Osama bin Laden's
1: favorite son, Sa'ad, is taking over the family business. Funny business, that is.
13: Oh, shut up, Edith, you dang bat. And where is that no-good meat, turban son of mine? You you called, Pop? Al-Qaeda in the family. It's like something you've seen before. Oh, boy. Some of Mom's goat ribs. What are you going to do? Eat the great Satan to death? Uh, 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 Um, No, Pop. Uh, just building up my strength for the jihad. <laughs> oh, jeez, stop building up and start blowing up there, huh? When the son of a jackal gets a son of his own, hilarity ensues on Al-Qaeda in the family. Only on Al Jazeera
5: TV land. 932 32 at 560 WQM. Wouldn't you know it, I think we're getting freaked on our poll today. Oh. Uh, because it, the poll's only been on there for like 15 minutes and we got 156 votes. Is that possible? No. No, that never happens in 15 minutes. In addition to which, the result of the poll, as soon as I gave the first uh, result there, all of a sudden it took a dramatic turn, dramatic change. Because, see, one thing about the right-wingers is not only do they, do you have to share their opinion, but if you don't, they'll make sure that everybody thinks you do. See what I'm saying? In other right. words, they're going to make up your poll as they go along. They can't just you know, mind their own business and do their thing and manipulate 98% of the public. they got to, like, m- muscle in on the other 2%. So they can't even let us have our thing. 156 votes. The overall job the president's doing so far. Total disaster, 77. Outstanding suddenly went from uh, 3 to 42. You think that's just a coincidence? Weak, 16. Fair, 13. And good, 8. As we continue watching, what that was that one website where they were freeping us the uh, gun nuts? Free, uh, what is that? I don't know. What did he
10: just fart? Burped, and it's like acid
5: burp. Oh no! Well, that's from that toothpaste and the uh, aroma from that <laughs> dump that somebody was taking in there when he was brushing his teeth. Not a be really good idea to be brushing your teeth while somebody's in there taking a dump. Oh, that's another good reason to do it. Because you get the fumes stuck in your it. esophagus, and then all of a sudden Speaking when you burp, fumes. Like, oh, right, that's what I'm saying.
10: You know, thanks for blowing it right on me
5: too. Oh man, man. Carlos is in there blowing fumes on uh, George. What was it? Free? Uh, I bet you Lynn Samuels would know. She'll freepublic. Com. Oh, thank you. Check that out, Carlos. Check out and see if they're. Uh, you'll have to scroll up and down because I got eight billion things on there. But they are the freepers, the freepers and the creepers, jeepers. See if they're freeping us today, because that'll give us a better idea whether this poll has got any chance at all or not. Because I get really sick and tired of being freeped. What does that mean? It means they're like invading our space. They're invading our poll, as opposed to letting you people express your opinion. What they got to do is stick their nose in it and get all of their uh, wackos, all of their uh, right wing sycophants. Oh, look at that though. See now, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. Do what you want. Wouldn't you know? You'd be talking about a poll. What? Now, uh, look at that. George is lighting incense because I think he's a little bit incensed about what Carlos it's just did. candle, so next time it'll just uh, burst into flames. Man, make sure we don't stick it near his rectum. So anyway, uh, who did I say last? Bob Marley 89 yesterday. Freddie Mercury 72. Frank Zappa 58. Jim I did those, didn't I? Roy Orbison 45. That's where I stopped. Because I was talking about not having You Got It. I love that song. And it's a hell of a lot better than The Battle of John and Yoko. I'll tell you that right now. Sorry, Duff. Wouldn't you agree with me? Oh, yeah. Man, everybody said, yeah. You got it. In fact, when it comes to taste in music, Duff, you don't got it. Ray Orbison, 45. Kurt Cobain, 42. Karen Carpenter, 33. We played a little bit of Karen yesterday, which is why everybody's so depressed now. Jerry Garcia, 31. I still don't understand that, nor will I waste any time on it. It is what it is. George Harrison, 27. Let me just say this. When Jerry Garcia beats out George Harrison, that tells you that it's a really screwed up world. Right there. That guy can poo-poo our polls all he wants. But right there, that evidences that the world has got a lot of serious problems. As in, like, number one, a lot of bad taste. Harry Chapin at 21. Now, Harry Chapin, is he the one? Who, no, no, that's not him. It was, uh what's his name? That became the um Cat Stevens. I always, For right. some reason, I always get them confused. Cats in the cradle and cats uh, on your roof. Something, I don't know. Maurice Gibb, 19. Morris, I'm sorry. Sorry, Morris. He won't care now. Patsy Cline, 18. Buddy Holly, 18. So in other words, Jerry Garcia had 31 and Buddy Holly had 18? Oh, my God, you people. Janis Joplin had 14. Rick Nelson had 11. That's criminal. That that You know something? Whoever voted those 14 votes for Janis Joplin should be arrested right now. And if the president's got anything to do about it, you probably will be. Because we know that she was like a radical, probably Kami pinko, whatever she was. In fact, uh, well, what happened to John Lennon? Bobby Darren had ten. Sam Cooke had five. Otis Redding, five. Mama Cass had four. Del Shannon, four. Dusty Springfield had four, Boca Bryan And Jackie Wilson only had one, which I again... To, to see that Jerry Garcia's got 31 and Jackie Wilson has got one vote, that says to me that there's a real serious problem going on in this world again. I think today, just just investigating these polls, we might discover all the real problems in the world. You know what? Even though that guy is poo-pooing it. Or he maybe he's just poo-pooing. Look at our poll, man. Look at this. Whoa. Are you finding anything on there or not? No? No. Just from the old gun poll. <laughs> okay. 206 votes so far. How do you rate the president's overall job? He's a total disaster, 104. Outstanding, 48. Weak 27, fair 16, good 11. So if you add the percentages of uh, disaster and weak, that's 63.5%, which leaves uh, 36%. That's like almost two turds in this crowd. And I realize this is a different crowd, but that's good, because at least we still have a different crowd. I'm not so sure how long that will be allowed by law once we get that USA Patriot Act fully enforced, but at least for the time being, at least you have the opportunity to express that opinion here on this show. Even though, don't verbalize it, don't say it out loud, because they may be tracing your call. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. Here's the facts from Jimmy. How you doing, Jimmy? Jimmy says, "Hi Neil, we love your polls. Broker Brian rules. Get rid of the calls." It says most working people can't call anyway. Go back to the bedtime stories, Jimmy. We don't have any calls now anyway, Jimmy. Yeah, look, we got a choice. Yeah. So I'm gonna do some bedtime stories. Then noon to one we'll play our stuff because we don't have any calls now anyhow. Because these people have nothing to say. Well, it's because you're not having
10: another poll-building show like you mentioned. And oh, really
5: right. see, those are the ones I-, I told you that the other day. We could do that every single day I and mean, get a little ponderous, and you'd run out of stuff to ask polls about. But if we do a poll on the air thing about who's your favorite musician, who's your favorite dead musician, what state has got the most boogers? I mean, what you know, whatever. We're still getting suggestions for that poll. Good. Well, let's, over. let's put them on the air. The Big Bopper? No. The Big Bopper? Well, it's, see, you, <laughs> this is a poll you they can't said. say no to. I mean, if that's their opinion. But I don't think I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Do you think of all these names we got on here that really the big bopper would be somebody's favorite dead recording artist? Do you believe that? Name beside Chantilly Lace, name another hit he had. Oh, the uh, yeah. I mean it was a fun record, it was you know, not fun. It was goofy, you know, it was, it was a fun. novelty record. He tinkled on it. it. It would be like saying uh the nineteen ten fruit gum company for your favorite group. Right? I mean, they had some fun, novelty records. It was silly crap. But, geez, if if that's the extent of your musical taste, that the Big Bopper is your favorite dead recording artist, again, I think we have to have a mass lobotomy. I'm not saying everybody needs to agree with me, although it would be a good idea. But what is that all about? Seriously. Because they don't understand... Look at that. I just knocked my uh, thing off here. They don't understand the poem. I'm getting a little bit too animated for my own good. Knocking stuff around here. Good thing I didn't run into Mo in a hallway. But had to knock that thing off his head. Change the color of it. You think it's like a chameleon one? that like changes color all depending on the what it's uh, next to. Have you ever seen chameleon stuff? Yeah. You've seen chameleons sure. change color. Right. They get on like a green leaf and they become green. They get on like a purple vein and they become purple. And there are those then there's those paints you'll see them on cars sometimes depending on the angle you look at them they change the color. Oh yeah. Based on the angle. Like my car used to be silver and now according to Mad Dog it's white. Well, I've had this, you've seen some of my Corvettes right. have been like that. That from a certain angle they look green and they look blue. And then they look like they're gone because they go out and get a new one. Well, I just do it to piss people off, you know. 20 before 10 at 5, 560 WQAM. Total disaster 110. Outstanding 51. Week 34. Fair 18 and good 11. Out of 224 votes. We may set a record today. All right. Keep your nose to the grindstone there, Eric. We may set a all-time record. 224 votes in about what time did the poll go up? Give or take. Maybe 10. Moss minus, Huh? Yeah, about a quarter after. That's 20 minutes ago, 25 minutes ago. At this rate, we're going to have 72 million votes. So this guy who's poo-pooing our poll, well, guess what? Poo-poo to you, okay? (laughs) Idiot. Anybody thinks they're gonna get a response in this uh in this town, other than other than those silly ass sports shows. Well what's your take on this weekend again? I've heard some calls the last this past twenty four hours, man, it just just enough to curl my toes. I mean uh I like Oakland twenty four to Eagles seven. What do you guys think? Click and I, I like what is that? Let's call off Miss Cleo, see what she thinks. What kind of a conversation is that? What do you like, Carlos? Who do you think? What's the score? Hey, how about those Maple Leafs? Horrible game they played last night. They still won, which is a miracle. And tonight we got the Panthers and the Bruins at the Mac Arena. Tonight we'll see who the real fans are. I'll be there. Not because they've been, you know, I mean, they had these two embarrassing losses, but a lot of people stay away. Anybody can support a winner. Anybody can jump on a bandwagon when things are going good. It's when things are going bad and they need need us to be there. That's when the real people show up. So we'll see. Just because they lost 18-4 to in the last two games together, well, that's the way it goes. Get it out of your system. Losing 12 to 2 is no different than losing 1 to nothing. It's the same thing. It's no points in the standing. It's embarrassing, but nevertheless. Bruins and the Panthers at the Macarena night. Let's see who the real fans are. And I'm not talking about Bruins fans. I'm getting tired of seeing fans for the other teams except the Leafs show up in that damn place. Well, what's wrong with that? That's my team, man. I'm not ashamed to say it. 45 years this year. Make-believe. Remember that story about that crazy old religious bitch in the uh, valley there in Toronto? Oh, yeah. What's, what religion do you believe? I said, make-believes. Yeah. And then when she ate, actually ate the kishke, she was trying to convert me when she, uh, she came in here. And I actually talked. She well, what's good here? I said, try the kishke, You'll love it. She ate it, and she loved it. And now she's Jewish. Hey, Snow in Miami, that's right. Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto are buried in it. The factory has sent Hallett so many cars, there's no place to park them. Even Tom Lehman's had to park cars in his driveway, and all of them are still there, which is amazing. So they need to place a car in yours, or a vehicle anyway. Hallett is blowing out all the new vehicles, regardless of profit, including the brand new Pontiac Vibe, starting at only thirteen thousand nine hundred ninety-eight bucks, and giving you up to five grand off on every GMC Envoy in stock. Plus, get zero percent financing or up to a three thousand dollar rebate. So they're not giving them away, but next best thing. Of course, Hallett also has a stupendous selection of dependable pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Let me say it again: if you're driving an SUV, you don't have to apologize to anybody because if you're uh, subsidizing terrorism, everybody else who's driving like anything that's using gas. Right, even a lawnmower. Anybody that's got gas, you're subsidizing it. So we make no apologies for selling great SUVs at Hall at Pontiac. And if you have credit problems, if every other dealer in town turned you down, this is the place you ought to be turning to because they will find some way to get you into a great car. It's a winter blizzard emergency clearance sale going on right now at Halibuttiac GMC, and you'll find them in the same stupendous location they've been treating people great for over 35 years, which of course is why they're still there. One three four one South Dixie Highway. That's U.S. 1 across from the Falls. Open every day, seven days a week. And when you mention you heard uh, the Neil Rogers show, you'll save even more because they love me, they love George, they're not too fond of Carlos. Call right now. Call the Neil Rogers Neil Deal Hotline toll free at eight five. 3, 4, 4, 2, they heard he's a troublemaker. They heard that from Eric. One triple eight five three four forty two eleven. Hallett Pontiac GMC. Who be professional grade?
13: This is Sports QAM.
6: Beat that, Gator Meat.
14: Something that sure ain't too pleasing.
5: Dedicate this to Carlos, way. It me.
14: happened the second you took off your shoes. Except we're
5: dedicating this to Carlos. He smelled something oh, up, Dugan. In sympathy with you.
14: The dog ran out the back door. I can't even breathe. I think I might throw off. Here, get out of here You know your beats don't smell the good
5: 13-10 at 560 WQAM, 5670560, pound-560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. This poll is engendering a spectacular response today. I bet you we have more than 300 votes by 10 o'clock. In the history of, and by the way, what's all these, uh, heterosexual agenda magazines that you guys are swapping? Miguel, you'll be pleased to know he's looking at some, uh, TV magazine in there. What is it? Maxim. Maxim? yeah. Yes. Bikini Blitz. Well, at least, at least he's got good taste today anyway. See, I declare that at least finally somebody brought in somebody who looks good besides Britney. Oh, here's here's one that says, I really miss John Denver. <laughs> How about Bob Denver? He's not dead. I didn't say he was dead, oh. but don't we miss him? I sure don't, because that was a it. horrible show. That was an awful show. Of course it was. I mean, anybody that watched that show without at least one finger up a nostril, I mean, you know, forget about Maybe it. Maybe when you are a little kid. No, I didn't, at any age, I didn't watch that show. What show was it? Gilligan's Island? Yeah. Wasn't Jim Neighbors on that show? (laughs) No. What show was Jim Neighbors on? Gomer Pyle. Oh, well, same same stuff. Sure. Beverly Hillbillies. Uh, What's the one with Ava Gabor? Green Acres. Green Acres. And the ones... And the Love Boat. It's all the same. All the same trailer trash. Watch those shows. Trailer trash? Right. Watched all of the shows I just mentioned. Those were Green Acres. Huge prime time Miguel shows raised in his hand. day. I don't care. Trailer Trash watched that. I didn't say they were the only ones who watched oh. it. Just like Trailer Trash watches Jerry Springer. College kids watch Jerry Springer, too, but with a different perspective. Because college, college kids are laughing at it and with it, and the Trailer Trash are believing it. In fact, they're beating the crap out of each other in sync with the show. He didn't say in sync, did he? Oh, gee, I apologize. 284 votes already? President Bush's popularity rating is dropping. It's down to 58%, the lowest since 9-11. How do you rate his overall performance so far? Miguel says, excellent day. Didn't that what he said? He said the best. He said the best president he's uh, we got right now. 284 votes. Total disaster, 132. 46.4%. Weak, 59. 20. <laughs> outstanding, 57. I noticed that slowed down pretty good there, the outstanding, didn't it? Can't imagine why. 57. That's 20%. Fair 21, and good 15. So outstanding or good is 25.2%, which leaves almost 75% in the other categories. A spectacular response, if I do say so myself. We're going to break the records today. Good. Which indicates that there are a lot of people out there just whipped up into an apoplectic. How do you say that? Apoplectic frenzy. Can't believe I couldn't say that. The Georgia Supreme Court struck down a 170-year-old law that had made it a crime for unmarried people to have sex. All right. How do you like that? The ruling Monday came in the case of a 16-year-old boy discovered having sex with his girlfriend in the bedroom of her home. The young woman's mother made the discovery. Don't you think mom ought to butt out? Get her ass out of there. He's getting laid in there. Of course, we don't know how old the girlfriend was. Our opinion simply affirms that the government may not reach into the bedroom of a private residence and criminalize the private, non-commercial, consensual sex acts of two persons legally capable of consenting to those acts, Chief Justice Norman Fletcher wrote. Under Georgia law, the age of consent is 16. So as long as she was 16, there wasn't anybody in there breaking no laws. Fletcher also wrote that nothing in the ruling should be read to address parents' rights to regulate what occurs inside their home, including who enters their house and under what circumstances. Fornication laws remain on the books in about 10 states and the District of Columbia. Courts have struck down such statutes in Florida, Virginia, and New Jersey. Following his conviction, Jesse McClure, now 17, was ordered to pay a fine and write an essay explaining why he should not have had sex. He wrote that it wasn't the court's business. Good for you, Jimmy, Jesse, whatever your name is. Invading personal privacy just isn't isn't right, McClure said Monday. It now goes that way for everybody. In 1998, the state Supreme Court overturned the anti-sodomy law, ruling it violated the Georgia Constitution's guarantee of a right to privacy. Well, how do you like that? So all these, this business, and those people out there, we do have some, which is just amazing to me, who believe that the government has the right to stick their nose into somebody's bedroom. You people need mental help. You need a mass lobotomy. You probably also voted for Jimmy Buffett. Oh, he's still alive. He's still eating cheeseburgers in paradise. Oh, I forgot about that. Wouldn't that be a great theme song for Mosho? show? Cheeseburgers in Paradise. And it's already been suggested. As a matter of fact, it's on the back burner. All right, let's hear it. All See right. my psychic. Did we ever discuss that before? No. Nope. My psychic powers again. Maybe it's because I'm monitoring him so closely. I'm like Eerie. into the whole vibe of that whole. I was gonna say show. Whatever that thing is. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Let's hear some more names that we left off yesterday. Some more dead recording artists that George insisted we didn't put on. Because I look up and down that list, and I, re- I do feel bad. Do you really believe that I feel bad? I don't feel nope. bad, but I just think we did an incomplete job. If you're going to do a poll, don't be half-assed. Hey, well, let's do it over again. <laughs> now you came up with a great idea just to piss off that first caller today, that oh, auge provocateur, that scumbag, douchebag. I mean, there's just nobody on here. I'm, now, I'm not saying, what. now, what do you think? And not you. You're, you don't count. You're just always, you know, Miguel, he don't count. But like a, like a twenty five or thirty year old guy, what does he think of John Lennon? Does he give a crap about John Lennon? That depends on who it is, but I would say you your average, average just your... guy probably not. Right? Exactly. Oh my God! Look what the cat just dragged in. And he, again, he's dragging his little daughter around like a, a prop again. I mean, you leave her alone. You know, just stop. She ought to be he's in school. Telling stores. him to leave his daughter home and bring his wife. He's he knows better than that. Where you're concerned, okay. K.J.'s in the building, I just thought I'd mention it. He slept with his little girl around. Maybe it's somebody else's little girl, I don't know. But but what, what are they, I mean, Frank Sinatra? Oh, no. See what I'm saying? Even I don't want, I can't relate to that. That's for old farts. So we uh, we do apologize profusely, and I think George had a great idea. We'll start all over again. Five six five six seven. After we finish with the President's popularity, of course, we're not going to slide by on that, are we? No. Not with the kind of response we're getting here today. And here we start out with a guy that's making fun of our poll. The audience likes our poll, okay? They want our poll. Bad. They want on it. 301 votes already. It's only six minutes till 10. Mark my words, mister. A record-breaking turnout today on this poll. A gigantic, humongous turnout. We're going to send a message. Oh, here we go. See? I told you. Roger Whitaker. <laughs> but you mentioned him For the yesterday. For the young crowd. Roger Whitaker. Right. Now, what was that song he had, Roger Whitaker? Darumtown. No no. Durham Town. Town. No, that's not the song that was really nobody ever heard of that. He had a a hit. The Last Farewell. That now is that it I don't know. I named the one I knew. See now you got me back to yesterday's show and I thought we were only joking about that. People don't want to hear this again today, do they? Do we care whether they want to hear it again or not? Roger Whitaker, here's uh White Lion. White zombie, white snake. Watch out for those white snakes. Roger, would in the last farewell, like I said, that was his only hit. That's the one. And when I was in Palm Beach on WJNO, I played that in 1975. That's the year I lost 100 pounds, George. And then I found it. A lot of it, anyway. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. George wants to personally, in fact, I think he's going to make a public apology for uh, leaving all those other good things off yesterday. Forcing. It. I had to twist his arm just to get Frank Zappa on there. Here's Miami. Hello.
12: Hey, Neil. How's
5: yes, sir. Going? All right.
12: Uh, just a little bit of information for you. I know you don't care for them too much, but American is going to be uh, doing some nonstop tours to Vegas at the end of the month. Yeah. And on the news. Uh, for, from from
5: where? Miami or Fort Lauderdale? Miami,
12: Miami. Okay. Um, on the what's the the black guy the on NBC six Willard something? You know what I'm talking about.
5: The guy in the news.
12: NBC6, the the black guy, the anchor, is Willard is Willard, Willard.
5: something. I don't I know who he mean but I don't know what his last name is. Yeah,
12: if I have to listen to them make another reference to him being a golf war vet, to throw up. And also on Oliphant, I was watching on the news yesterday. Uh, yeah, the black people that were up there supporting her and all that. Mm-hmm. Where, where is this coming from? I mean,
5: well, what, what does it have to do with race? Now, in Dade County, you had David Leahy. He was a white guy, but he was incompetent. He, uh, they drummed his ass out. What difference does it make what color her skin is? She's incompetent. And the lead editorial in the Sun Sentinel today, by the way, says that it's time for her to step down get out.
12: Well, we have, you know, we have those, of course, those professional ethnic disturbers. Right, and that's right. Any, yes, we do, as
5: a matter of fact, yes. Any,
12: any time, I mean, this woman, I'm black and I can see that she's incompetent and I don't even live in Broward, but I, I, you know, I see enough to know that she doesn't deserve to be in that, uh, that, hold that, uh, job. And every time I see black people out there trying to, you know, shout about discrimination and all that, I mean, it just it gets, it gets tired. It, you know, I mean, this woman deserves to be tired. Any black person that was up there on the news talking about that she If she was fired.
5: purple, she would still be exactly the same thing, incompetent.
12: And, and, they, and they say that, well, if you get rid of her now, make our voices heard uh, come election time and all that. All right,
5: get yeah, out just just like that. we saw this last election in, uh, in November, when after all the bellyaching about what happened in 2000, and nobody showed up this time either. So everybody talks a good game, but uh, nobody wants to put their uh, ass where their mouth is. That's true. Except yeah, Oh, got a Okay. Yeah, George wants to put somebody's ass where his mouth is. 957 at 560 WQM. It's probably on the front page. I was just going to say that. There's my psychic powers again. But that didn't take a genius to figure out of that uh, Maxim magazine. She is really hot this. and she's naked. But you're not seeing anything, so what's the big deal? It's kind of like titillating. I'll fill in the blanks. Hey, you ever been presented with an opportunity when you should have, could have, would have done something but didn't do it? Well, here's an incredible Fannie Mae mortgage rate out there waiting for you at 3.45%. So do it. Do something about it. This rate is available by calling Financial Group toll-free at 1-800-940-5363. If you were to compare a 7% rate with 3.45%, you'd save yourself $3,500 in the very first year alone for each $100,000 that you owe. $100,000 costs you only $447 a month. This is an opportunity that isn't going to last long. It's a 40-year low. So if you're thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, here's the way to do it. Call Financial Group toll-free at 1-800-940-5363. The process is simple, and the call is free. There's no obligation. They will explain to you how it works. 1-800-940-LEND. Financial Group has been an equal housing lender to thousands of borrowers with the Fannie Mae program. Credit restrictions do apply, and rates are subject to change if you delay. 5.34 APR. Call Financial Group today at 1-800-940-LEND. Ride. Ride
13: and local. Sports Radio 560
14: QAM Give South Florida a major blow job.
1: Joe
2: Rogers'
1: case a mouthful. Of the sausage and whore Hay's pants <laughs> That pipe-smoker and uncircumcised Q-Woo men Engage in a fake a dance <laughs> I'm a cranky homophobe <laughs> Not that I mind it, but I'm way too old I fantasize about being in bed In a tryst with Fiedler, my man-friend I'll kiss and make up with Ginger someday, and then ask him to rape my bun, over and over again, though I would not feel remorseful, and I would not be ashamed, about a Ginger and Mogey union, just boning and stroking away. Tell me, you. you're not my type. No. You sound like a nine year old kid. Hey. Only a macho, manly guy.
2: You don't notice
1: That makes me flip my wig. If Ginger was a lover of mine, I'd bury my bulbous, faint nose inside his pimply rear end. No, I would not be a sport home no! If I was not a closeted bay That's,
2: That's why, why a ginger
1: and mo gay union Would make me feel giddy and gay Everybody follow my bouncing balls! Yeah, a ginger mou-gay and mo gay union mou-gay Would make my mou-gay sorrel bony hair feel safe If we had a ginger and mo gay union And he wouldn't have to get
5: me raped. 1002 at 560, WQM, hour number two on a fantastic Wednesday. Great letter to the editor by J.M. Herskovitz. Get you a real name, J.M. Maybe it just wouldn't fit on the line. In Fort Lauderdale. The core problem with religion. Typical of what our governor incites when he is beholden to faith, but at times forgets his family, is the letter extolling Christians that declare that the Christian community as a whole has contributed more for the benefit of mankind than all other religions combined. Putting aside the fact that nothing has caused the deaths of more human beings throughout mankind's history than religion, or faith, as Jed calls it, it is the letter writer's statement that pinpoints the problem with faith. My religion is better than yours. Sounds like a comedy bit to me. That's why we must proselytize and convert you to our good faith. When will you smart people who are being propagandized into the ground wake up? Excellent. Well done. Short, sweet, right hoot, to the point. Hoot. Nice going, J.M., whoever you are. Say okay, K.J.? Well, that was good timing by K.J., wasn't it? <laughs> He's a hoot. Right on target, man. Oh, yeah, we're going to coerce you our way of thinking. We're going to make you an offer you can't refuse, which is what religions have done since the beginning of time, since they invented the first one, since they made up the first fairy tales to try to get everybody else to conform to their cockeyed ideas of what life is supposed to be for everybody. Do no harm, man. And H, that's my religion. I've been preaching it for years. It makes sense. That's it. Do no yeah, harm. no money in that. You don't have to have any money. Any religion that costs you money, you know, it's a, it's a scam. It's a con game. Well, that leaves. If it costs you something to believe in something, then it's a con game. Well, but yeah, it costs money to maintain the church or the temple. What do you need to go to the church or the temple to believe in a religion for? To have somebody pat you on the head so you know you're doing it right. It's a club. Okay? A social club. It's a social club. It's a place where people go on Friday or Saturday or Sunday or whatever the hell they go there so they can sit around with other people and "Ah," and they're singing songs, they're chanting a bunch of stuff that they have no idea what it... You know, they're being automatons, they're being lemmings, they're being sheep. A mutual admiration. It takes a very, very different breed of strong-minded people to think for themselves. Not necessarily to agree with me or George or anybody else, but just to think for yourself. Instead of quoting a bunch of gobbledygook that a bunch of primitive, idiotic people wrote thousands of years ago. That's what really cracks me up, is supposedly we're, like, progressing, you know, we're we're evolving. I hate to use that word, but at least mentally we're evolving. We're coming out of the dark ages and we're becoming, like, more thoughtful and more intelligent. Except in this one area, which is the most important one of all, because this is the one that's held all over all of our heads right now, that big mushroom cloud. Oh, yeah we got to get on that road to Armageddon. Come on, let's go. No thanks. Come on. That's the only way we're going to get the Lord to come back. You know, the one they nailed up on the cross? Sick. The whole story is sick. The whole concept is sick. Sure. But 159 people say the president's a disaster. El Presidente W. And he's getting pretty sick and tired of all this diddling around here by Sodom and these inspectors. He wants some action now. He wants the smoking gun. Can't you just see him with his big boots on, cowboy hat, six shooter? Although Please. he, yeah, you know, I heard Mad Dog yesterday talking about John Wayne. <laughs> he somehow doesn't impress me as like John Wayne, you know. More like Ooh, El Presidente. Al, like more like John E. Newman, you know, Al Capone's yeah, brother. Right. Three hundred and forty-nine votes already, which is shocking in less than an hour. Astonishing. He's a total disaster. One hundred fifty-nine outstanding, seventy-four. Weak 71, fair 24, and good 21. 21 21.2% say outstanding. Good uh, 27. So it's like 73 to 27% on the negatory side. They're finally catching on to them now. Plus, the passage of time allows people to stop doing what they feel. They don't have to be obedient anymore, even though it says in the U.S. Patriot Act we have to be obedient. They say, well, screw that. And thrifty and clean. And, and you notice all these people now, not all, but more and more of them protesting out there against the Patriot Act and all this other fascism that's going on, and restrictions of freedoms, etc under the guise of protecting us against the evildoers, which we don't know who they are or where they are, but nevertheless. Bush that sanctity of life day, more of this stuff, right in line with what I was just talking about. All the more reason to be terrified, to be scared crapless of him and his ilk, of these evildoers in D.C., Anti-abortion activists hail Sunday observance. President Bush pleased anti-abortion activists yesterday by declaring a National Sanctity of Human Life Day and pledging his administration's commitment to build a culture that respects life, which is code for no more abortion. No more women's right to choose. Talk about pandering to a bunch of Looney Tunes. As we seek to improve quality of life, overcome illness, and promote vital medical research, my administration will continue to honor our country's founding ideals of equal dignity and equal rights for every American, Bush said in a document that enacts no change in policy or program. By working together to protect the weak, the imperfect, and the unwanted, we affirm a culture of hope and help ensure a brighter future for all. Except, of course, when it comes to things like stem cell research, we can't do that. Because that gets the fetus huggers all bent out of shape. He proclaimed this Sunday National Sanctity of Human Life Day. Mark that down yet? Oh, get Sorry. with it. This Sunday is National Sanctity of Human Life Day, urging Americans to mark the occasion at home or in places of worship. To help That's it. George is marking it on the calendar. To help others in need and to reaffirm our commitment to respecting the life and dignity of every human being, except those godless atheist agnostics and others who don't believe the same thing he believes. The six-paragraph document was enthusiastically received by anti-abortion activists who said it precisely summarized the philosophy behind their movement. You can almost smell it up here. This is exactly where we're at, said Darla St. Martin, executive uh, Associate Executive Director of National Right to Life. It helps people understand our cause. It helps people to understand why we're working so hard to defend unborn children. The ones who are already alive, screw them. To help with them. But unborn children, that's what we're obsessed about. Oh. The National Abortion and Reproductive Rights Action League did not return a call for comment. And, of course, you can understand why. They're probably peeing in their pants and boarding up the doors. As he has done throughout his presidency, Bush appeared to be seeking to burnish his anti-abortion credentials while trying not to alienate moderate voters. Well, guess what? He heralded the Born Alive Infants Protection Act he signed last year, which amends the legal definitions of person, human being, child, and individual, to include any fetus that survives an abortion procedure. There are millions of people around the world hurry yelling, Fetus, please, because we're starving to death. They're just spelling it different. Bush also underscores the administration's efforts to champion compassionate alternatives to abortion, such as encouraging abstinence and adoption and passing parental notification and waiting uh, period laws. He called unborn children, those without the voice and power, to defend their own rights. Unlike minorities in this country, of course, he don't give a flying crap about, unless they happen to be part of his administration. Or Mexican. Well, that's because he's peeking, peeking upon it. They're in the family. Let's see. Today's poll may get a lot of votes, but it's nothing that gets anybody's blood boiling. says, you're full of crap. It doesn't get their blood boiling. Of course it does. You out of your mind? This man's got his finger on a button, damn it. Although you should have heard Mo talking about it this morning, saying that Pat Boone wasn't on there so the poll couldn't be authentic. Pat Boone's not dead. He's really obsessed with you and your show. Tell the mayor of the morning to stick to sports. Talking about anything else is not his forte. I would rather hear Joe Zagaki and the Mad Dog yelping over a football game than listen to ja- Jagger Mo- Moster talk about Ginger and Gay George, Tell me to get a life in shutdown. Now, he's entitled to do his thing, and I'm monitoring every moment of it. I didn't hear about Pat Boone, though. Did he die? No. No, so what does that got to do with our poll yesterday? Good golly, Mo. I'll tell you, when you wear your hairpiece too tight, it starts affecting the circulation up there, you know? And then, then of course, then your varicose veins start popping out even that much more because of the pressure, you know what I'm saying? Starts working its way down all the way to your rectum. Ten minutes past ten at 560 WQAM. Fifty million votes on a poll and doesn't get people's blood boiling. Are you out of your mind or what, sir? Or whatever you are. If you've outgrown your home, is your family getting bigger and you need more space for an at-home office, nursery, sewing room, or new master bedroom or bath, whatever it might be, when you need more space for your place, call our people at Strictly Additions. Strictly Additions is the one-stop shop, more space for your place, place, with a worry-free approach to expanding your living space. They show up exactly when they say they will. You won't have any hidden charges that you don't expect. They're the experts at pulling permits so the work gets completed on time. And now for the new year, you can use your income tax return to get the work done. All of you folks out there shopping for new homes, why bother? By the time you sell, buy, close, move, you might as well just put some equity in, uh, out of your current home and call Strictly Additions. Like it says here, pull it out. Some equity, that is. You'll pay for a new addition to a home you already love. Call Strictly Additions today. Call 954-791-8100. That's 954-791-8100. They're licensed and insured professional. Call that number for a free estimate. Call Craig or Patrick at 954-791-8100. Strictly Editions will save you a lot of time, lots of money, and you won't have to move to improve. Get you a whole new house with the same address. Call 954 791 for Strictly Editions today. And be sure to tell them that crazy Petey Lenny told you to call.
13: My My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. 2AM. O-R-O-N
1: Let's all give Dr.
0: Laura a call And ask her what
6: she knows about her mother at all Uncle doctor off about
0: a
2: month ago
0: Laura's mother should know She died Laura's mother should know Struck on the head Open the door and look on the floor. It's Dr. Laura's mom, but she ain't anymore. Been rotting so long, it's best to hold your nose. Laura's mother should know. Boy,
2: Laura's mother should know.
6: Boy, oh, Dr. Laura, you're so wonderful. I'm sure your mother's in the arms of the Lord. I'm fat.
8: Dr. Lawrence, just want to thank you for your guidance on child abuse. My mother's rested comfortably in compost now.
0: Sanctimonious scamp, sourpuss right wing radio pole oh, that Dr. mind mindless minions adore. Psycho bitch never belonged on the radio. Laura's mother should know. Should she died. Oh, Laura's mother should know. Oh.
5: I hear she smells worse than Carlos's breath. Ten sixteen at five sixty. WQAM. Three hundred ninety-two votes on the poll. You know, it's amazing that somebody could brush their teeth so and uh, just scour them with Pepsi and uh, still have uh, stench breath. Well, when he was grepsing. That would be a good poll to take. Who's got worse breath, my little dog or Carlos?
10: Now that I see that he's oh, my Pepsin. little
5: dog. He's got. Well, you know, he's got tartar on his teeth. Are you familiar with that whole thing? Sure. Yeah. And it's a scam because if they're going to clean your dog's teeth, they have to put them under. Under what? The table. No, well, seriously, they have to put them, they have to knock them out. Cause I, I, most dogs, I don't know about yours, yeah, no, they're not gonna they're sit not gonna still, sit still while you brush their teeth and rinse it brushing, out. And, brushing, yeah, brushing. yeah, right. Maybe crust, but not, uh, the other stuff. Maybe that's what he's in there brushing with in the morning is crust. Oh, I never thought about see? that. Maybe that's why he's so frantic when he's in there. By the way, your microwave just went off, hey, Carlos. Hey, thank you. Oh, oh, that's mine, not my soup. Oh. Here's a good fact. I'll tell you, the fax machine has been really good. And we haven't even got, uh, what's his name's fax yet today? Greg. Man, oh man. If we could find out when he does that. See, I I think we've been experimenting this last year uh, on a show, and I think we're finally finding the winning formula. You know, call over here, yeah, maybe one over there. But in the meantime, all kinds of other crap. You know? You follow what I'm saying? What are you saying? Oh, and also, let me just say this, because I'm reforming some of these people out there because they have this desperate need to reach out to me. No, they they really do. This is their only contact with humanity. And I use that term loosely speaking about me. Anyway, this is uh, Jeff High's neighbor again who actually is a good factor when he refrains from writing about Jeff High. Unless it's a caustic fact like the one the other day, that was pretty good. So Greg and uh, this guy, wait till I get to this one. But first, it says, Neil, I woke up this morning thinking about a show you did a few years ago about the stars in Hollywood with the big Johnsons. I remember Warren Beatty, Ed Begley Jr., and Milton Berle. I wonder if you can get a hold of an updated list with popular guys of the day like Ben Affleck, George Clooney, Russell Crowe, Matt Damon, etc. Please, I need to know who has a big one, and it's signed Alice Rantel. No, it's not signed by anyone. Uh, How the hell would we know who's got a big one? Now, I will say this. In The Talented Mr. Ripley, when that scene where the very pasty... Did you see that movie? Where the very pasty Matt Damon is walking up in his green bathing suit and the the guy that he's, like, uh, searching for, he's laying there on the beach with his girlfriend. And Matt Damon has got a bathing suit on a bikini. Now, what are you nodding? You saw that? Oh. And either he's got like a sausage in it, or we can basically tell his religion, uh, his recent sexual experiences, and if he has any uh, sexually transmitted diseases. Maybe it was a prosthetic like uh, Marky Mark was wearing. It, it could have again. been. It could have been a prosthetic. Maybe it was like uh, aesthetic. I don't know. And sure. See, and it wasn't the least bit uh, titillating, even to some old fag like me, because he was so pasty. He was like a, it was like the ghost of Matt Damon.
10: So if you really want that information yes. about the penises, there are sites. somewhere. Oh, that's faxed. right.
5: I forgot about that. Maybe somebody can give us the information about which are the websites for the uh, large penis people in Hollywood. I, I don't know why. I, it's just interesting, like, you know, chat, chit-chat. Sure. Coffee table conversation. Like, who's got the biggest feet? Right. Tom Welling, size 14. He he's I'm telling you, he's disappointing, though. Keep your clothes on, Tom. That scene where he was in the, the swimming thing, he was in the ba- in the, the bathing box. suit last season. He's got, like, a, a scrawny body That's for awesome. a kid that big, and he's got, like, little tiny just... Nipples. He doesn't even have like any uh nothing. Nipplettes. He's got like nipplelets, which are like next to raisinets, like Vanna White. And I don't care what anybody says. She don't. Have, she's got raisinets. There are people saying, "Oh, you're wrong about Vanna. She's got big, giant hooters. Maybe in a closet somewhere. Maybe she keeps forgetting to strap them on." They're not big. I saw them. They're just normal. What do you mean you saw them? She's got naked pictures of her out. She was in well, What, she what do you mean post. she's got naked pictures of her outfit? There out. are
10: naked pictures of her out there. Vanna White? Vanna White. How do you know
5: they're real breasts? Maybe they're stunt breasts. Huh? From her earlier days. Don't you remember Ron Jeremy talking about stunt penises in uh, porno movies? Oh, brother, This uh, somebody's faxing me an article that's 600 pages long. Wow, 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 wow. Just relax, okay? All kinds of stuff coming in. But here... From our good, close, personal friend Dave, who's Jeff High's neighbor. I know it's him because it says the name of where he works up on top, which he doesn't want me to say it's uh, called. Anyway, he's got another great poll. The ugliest celebrities, past and present, and he's already got a whole bunch of them on here. What a great idea. How convenient. You could just fax that. Maybe we could just do a poll every day, all day on the show, just to piss off that guy that started the show this morning. Oh, what a surprise. How predictable. Another poll to start your show? And you know he's listening right now. He's got his fingers so far up it's his coming out his tonsils. By the way, sir, at your age, you really ought to have your tonsils out. It's not good for you. I'll be a celebrities passing present Woody Allen, Alice Cooper, Benicio Del Toro. Who the hell is that? He was in, didn't you see uh, Traffic? Yeah.
10: He was the Mexican cop, the good guy.
5: Uh, Larry Drake, actor L.A.
10: Law. See,
5: even, not only has he got the names got on here, but even afterward, here. he's but got he like, uh, gives me an idea. I mean, there ought to be a rule. Bob Dylan. Marty Feldman. It's pretty hard to be Marty Feldman. We uh, talked about that a few months ago, remember? Bob Dylan's got it. 5 Finkel. Five-ish Finkel. Actor from Picket Fences in Boston Public. Five-ish Finkel. So he's
10: putting old,
5: fat people on there. How can you yeah. look good if you're old? Well, aren't and fat? old, fat people, it says, ugliest celebrities, past and present. Maybe he was good looking in his youth. 5 But we're talking about when they were celebrities. See well, he still is. That's what I'm saying. He's a celebrity. Michael Jackson. Now see when he was younger, he was not ugly or he's grotesque. Normal. Once he started like doing those interchangeable body parts, he became really gruesome and uh, Mick Jagger. He's pretty ugly. Yeah, well guess because he's a hundred years old. Well, like Richard said... Keel. Richard Keel's not ugly. Actor from James Bond movies. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Jaws, the big giant guy? Oh, I'm thinking of somebody else. Oh, yeah, he's pretty ugly. I'm thinking of, uh, there must be another. What, what's it called? Oh, Howard Keel, I'm thinking of. Who? Way before your time. Larry King? How do you like that? me right. $50. Wayne Knight, actor Newman on Seinfeld. I don't watch that show. I was the one who didn't watch just, the show.
10: He's just fat. He's
5: not Martin fat. Landau. Martin Landau is not ugly. I mean, I, he's not good looking, but he's not an ugly... He's just a guy. He's just a Exactly. Very well put. He's just a guy. And Barbara Baines, she's just a gal. And never the twins shall meet. What? They were good together, now they're divorced, they had a big split up, nasty, hostile, just like the way they left the show, Fishing Impossible. Remember that? They demanded big, uh, pay increases, and they made a big song to dance, and of course they were married back then. Not all, not a good idea to hire husband and wife teams. Not, not a good idea. It's like the Leafs with the, uh, with the, uh, uh, brother-in-laws, you know, Shane Corson and, uh, and uh, Darcy Tucker. Brother-in-law, not a good idea. To, and Shane Corson, we were doing better before you uh, came back. We liked it better when you were injured. What? What is he babbling about, Mister Hockey? I don't know. He didn't know that had the microphone open. What? He took the poll right off of Mister. What? What is he babbling about?
10: He took the poll right off of Mister. Poll on the internet. So Jeff High's neighbor is a plagiarist. That
5: that's okay. He did the work. Well, what do you want to knock everybody for? You're such a prick, you know. This happened to him. I thought you're the one that just said that. You I was you just, just said I that Jeff High's neighbor along. is a plagiarist. Didn't he say that? Yeah, but you're I'm the one that along said it. He, he don't know from Jeff High's freaking neighbor, okay? You're the one that just Thanks, got Carlos. through saying he's a plagiarist. And he is a plagiarist. That's what, what Carlos was saying. Yeah. I was passing it along. He doesn't even know his neighbor. Wayne Knight, actor Newman on Seinfeld. Do you know who that is? Yeah, he's a he fat guy. No, he's just fat. Martin Landau. Getty Lee, rock star from Rush. They're big, Canadian, big eh? Goes. Ugly. John Leguiz-
10: uh, Leguizamo? Leguizamo. Who's that? Just another guy. Beaner.
5: John Lovitz. Oh, how about John Levitt? Uh huh. He's ugly. Marilyn Manson. Tom Petty. Prince. Todd Rundgren. Gene Simmons, Joey Slotnick from Boston Public, Howard Sperm, Carrot Top, Pete Townshend. Oh, do will pick on Pete Townshend now of all times. He was just doing research. Steven Tyler. Uh, yeah. Well, He's got a mouth the size of Mount Rushmore now, and he's starting to like his face is falling apart. When he was sure. younger, he looked pretty good, even with a big mouth. Even you'd agree with that.
10: I'll take your word for it.
5: What? Steven Tyler. He always looked like a freak to me with that mouth. Hey, Carlos, when do you want to start producing the show? Alex Van Halen, Herve Villachez, and now they're picking on midgets. Next, he's going to say Timmy from Passions, rest in peace. Herve Villachez, he's also dead. Yes. Let's take a poll on your favorite dead midget. Okay. Now, but, it's kind of... Michael report. It's kind of limited. <laughs> How about Johnny Paleo from the Harmonicats? No, you don't Ooh, remember that, no. do you? Yeah. No. He used to blow in a harmonica or something. Ron Wood from the Rolling You'll Stones. See. Ozzy Osbourne. Yes, your Arafart. Tiny Tim, George Jones, Rick Akasek from the Cars. Okasek. Oh, and speaking of the Cars we left off, which one died from the Cars? Benjamin Orr. Right. Very good. And uh, Iggy Pop. Oh, definitely. We left off a lot of very important people. yesterday. again, George wants to apologize. He'd like to come personally to your home and apologize for leaving off um, uh, Ian Curtis from uh, Joy Division. You know Ian Curtis? No. You know, uh, Michael Hutchins from NXS, we talked about him. We mentioned yes, him. Yes, and Joey Ramon. And Joey Ramon. Stuart Adamson from Big Country and the big hit Big Country. See, they're a little bit too uh, repetitious for me. Yeah. Big Country sings Big Country. What am I smelling in here? My soup. Oh, it stinks. And Ben Orr from the Cars. See, I told you there was somebody from the Cars on here. We got a tremendous response on the uh, thing yesterday from that. And look at the response we're getting today, man. This is going to blow all these other poles right out of the water, Eric. 438 votes. Shocking. That's in just over an hour. President Bush's popularity rating is lower than any time since 9-11. It's down to 58%, which is still not a bad number. How do you rate his overall job so far? Total disaster, 200. Weak, 85. Outstanding, 82. Fair, 32. And good, 31. So the really negative categories, you got 66.2 and uh, about uh, 70%. Not too great, huh? This isn't exactly what you call your bush-looking crowd, George. My, My. and local. This is Sports
13: Radio 560. Q A U A N.
15: Bang you in the butt, honey.
1: Welcome back to the testicular model. Little Mo Howard and David to the show. Hey. Good boy. You know. <clears throat> now, uh, what, what do we got here?
14: Hey, Mo. What? Well, uh,
1: Did you see, I'm trying to think
14: I just want to
0: tell you, you're leaning over my lap again
1: Well, I thought I smelled something pungent Something wrong with you
13: No, I'm white
1: Oh, I split my bag here Get the hell out of my way. Where
13: am I supposed
1: to go? To hell, you squeaky little bastard. Hey, I
13: don't think I got a squeaky boy. <laughs> you don't, huh?
1: No. Well, I think you need your balls examined. My balls? That's right. Now drop your pants so I can examine them. No. You ever want to wipe in this business again? Yeah. Then obey my command.
0: Okay.
1: Oh, that's bigger than Oscar Mayer truck. Yeah. Jesus, look at that thing. Let me get my flashlight over here. Hmm. Where's your balls?
14: There, there.
1: You're packing a python in your pants and no balls?
14: I got balls. They're up a little.
1: Oh, yeah? Uh, Well, let's see what happens when I slam my foot down on your fire. That hurt, Mo. Hey. Your voice. Yes? You you sound kind of normal. Oh, yes, quite right. It's a far, far better way to sound. I don't believe this. Hey. Let me see if I can get a
2: forward.
1: Now, say something. Fall off the bone, baby back ribs. See that? Your balls dropped it. Pretty good, huh? East of the Rockies. You called, like that Yeah. Eric, thanks, Eric. Mo. Yeah? You
13: like that, Eric? Well,
1: let's see what happens when I put them back. I'm putting them back, see? Don't be the day when you've got a better voice than me. Hey, hey, what are you think? This thing's wrapping around me like a cobra. I can't
3: move. It's coiling around me. Not the mouth. Not the
5: See, there's the first guy that ought to be on the list of a gigantic penises celebrities. Is guilty. How do you like that? We got one right here in the building. That's the rumor, anyway. Wouldn't it be surprising if it turned out it was just a big lie? Just a big... She wouldn't have lied to me. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T, and don't tell Doreen that. She'll be chasing them all over the building now. Here's Hialeah. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
11: You started the morning with a poll? Yeah, right. What? I wish everybody would start the morning with a poll. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I never said hello. Oh, I Me you came back. I haven't called you in a long time. I just called when Jorge is on. But well, we need to help. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to say, can I say hello to Fred and
5: Chuck. No. See, uh, this is great. He hasn't called me in a long time. Does he have anything to say? No, God. No, he has nothing to say. Just sucking around. Do we care about Fred and Jane? No. No. Jane, and speaking to Jane, Jane in uh, Fort Lauderdale, one of our regular listeners and chronic facts who says, my hubby had managed on for background noise yesterday. I actually heard something amusing. He was talking about Cordell. It's Cordell, Jane. Stewart, a quarterback who might get fired, and he said, I can see him at the bus station buying pickets for Tittsburgh. Well, that's kind of cute. See, it's a sports show, so they can say that. If we say pickets for Tittsburgh, right away everybody's gonna have a nervous breakdown. Notice how El Presidente, a guy who never saw a combat, is survey to send other people's kids into harm's way, he's not alone, only one guy in Congress has a kid who's enlisted in the military. There are gonna be peace demonstrations this weekend in D.C. and other major cities, but be sure, uh, be sure not to see him on the corporate media, C-SPAN may cover it. Oh, and speaking of that, speaking of cover-ups, Whoever sent me this oh it's our friend Glenn and I will make it up for yesterday's intemperate uh, uh facts. Good one. From MSNBC no less. Did ABC censor a crowd's disapproval of George Bush? George Herbert Walker, this is. The former president and father of the current president delivered a tape message at the American Music Awards Monday night, and the sources who were there tell the scoop that the crowd booed him. When the band Alabama received the award of merit, the elder Bush's face appeared on the screen. I'm very proud to be part of tonight's tribute honoring one of the most highly successful bands country music's ever known, said the former president, but his image was met with a loud chorus of booze. A loud chorus. Vodka. One source says Randy Owen, the lead singer for the band, was pretty shaken by the crowd's reaction. The booze from the crowd, however, were not audible in the broadcast, leading some to believe they were deleted by the censors. How do you like that? Told you. This bunch we got in there now, they're censoring everything. To be honest, I can't tell you. A spokesman for ABC told the scoop who referred to the question to a, sp- a spokesman for the co- production company. I don't know, and I can't tell you," said a spokesman for the production company. "Referred questions back to ABC. <laughs> How do you like that? They're not talking. In other words, yeah. In other words, it's true. They don't even deny it. They just can't tell us because they're afraid of telling us. They're afraid that the USA Patriot Act is going to put them in jail for 100 years. Nobody will ever see them again. Look at that poll, man. This response today is enough to just send you off the face of the map. 459 votes. It's, the poll's only been up there an hour and 20 minutes. That's more votes than your poll's getting, what, six months? All summer? 459 votes. Moses, stop doing steroids, you idiot. No, seriously, this his neck, his head looks like it's gonna, like, pop right off his neck any minute. I wanna be here with that, when that happens, when his head pops off. 459 votes. He's a total disaster, 213. Weak, 90. Outstanding, 85. And you know something? What do I always say? What percent do I always say do we get from the bush lickers? 18%. What is outstanding? 85, 18.5%. Fair, 38. Good, 33. So a disaster or weak, we got a total of 66%. Uh, 66.6%. Maybe he's the Antichrist. You ever think about that? He qualifies. He's not smart enough. So the Sun Sentinel says, Miriam Elephant, time for her to step down. Editorial, lead editorial on the Sun Sentinel today, which I got right here in my hand now. Don't forget to go to neilrogers.com. not just to vote on our poll. We got some very important bedtime stories on there for you. And since I'm not sitting here wasting everybody's time reading them on the air, odd nauseum, hours and hours at a time, you better go on there and uh, check it out. Because Carlos works feverishly to get all those on there every day. And even Eric's got a couple of cute lines on there. He must be in a good mood. He must have had four meals already. It's not even 11 o'clock. He's in a great mood. You notice how Eric put some good stuff on there, some humorous stuff? About, for example, how predictable another pool. What a, what a perfect, perfect first call today. That defines this town perfectly. That guy, if we could just get a photo of him, he'd be the poster child for South Florida. Sour. <laughs> like that. Just unleashing his hostility toward the entire world. And since nobody else in the world can hear him, he's talking to us. That's what we're here for, right? We're like an outlet for these assholes that nobody else will even talk to. It says, Miriam, elephants fall from grace should serve as an object lesson for politicians. Don't run for a job you don't know how to do. That's really where Oliphant's problems began. As Broward County's supervisor of elections, she was in over her head from the outset. Then there were the unusual demands placed on her office by legislative and congressional redistricting and a whole new method of voting which might have caused some problems even for a more capable hand. In Oliphant's case, it added up to a disaster waiting to happen. Sure enough, it happened. Now the county and its cities must figure a way out of the chaos Oliphant has created, and they must do so in time for the municipal elections that are only weeks away. It won't be easy. One city already has postponed its vote. Others are discussing that option, although the legal ramifications are unclear. It may still be possible to salvage elections, but not with Oliphant at the helm. The time has come for her to go. Time may be too short for things to improve much in time for these elections, but one thing is fairly certain. If Oliphant remains, things will only get worse. Her office continues to hemorrhage. Confidence in her leadership is eroding by the hour. She's lost election administrator Joe Cotter, who resigned after she fired intergovernmental affairs liaison Bob Cantrell over Cotter's objections. She's lost her attorney and her office manager. Her computer technician is now in charge of election planning. What a mess. It's embarrassing and humiliating not only for Oliphant personally, but for the county and state as well. She must go and go now. The best course of action would be for Oliphant to resign. Some local leaders have urged her to do so. The latest are Fort Lauderdale Mayor Jim Noggle, an old friend, Davy Mayor Harry Venus, not Harry Penis, and can remember Harry Venus? Sure. And County Commissioner Jim Scott. It's in Oliphant's own interest to take their advice in the spirit in which it presumably was intended as a way for her to exit with some of her dignity intact, rather than have to be removed from her orifice. If Oliphant refuses to go gracefully, Governor Bush should step in and suspend her. It may not be politically advantageous for him, but he must rise above his politics and do his duty. The electoral process is too important to much an integral component of democracy to leave it in the hands of someone who can't do the job. There's no pleasure in any of this, not in seeing Oliphant squirm, not in seeing the hand wringing in the cities, and certainly not in seeing elections fall apart. But further deterioration seems inevitable and is completely unacceptable. Oliphant must go. Absolutely correction. Lead editorial on the Sunset today. Better late than never. We ought to play that supreme song, you just keep me hanging on? I mean, come on already, Miriam, time to say bye bye. No hard feelings, just go. 6,000 votes on the poll The President ain't doing today. They're not going to be too happy about this one. This was George's idea, by the way, this poll. 20... Be- just covering my ass. 20 before 11 at 560 WQAM. Oh, guess what we got? And I can't find it anywhere. What? Balance for life. I think i lost a copy. Oh, well, you ought to have it memorized. You think it's in here somewhere? Well, I don't have the phone number memorized. Do you think it might be in my pile somewhere? I saw it's it only months ago. To Maybe I lost it because what's-his-name was in here? Troy. Maybe it's something personal with Troy. Oh, here it is right here. Well, it's just uh, our Troy Stratford is getting to be a real pain in the ass. He used to be a great guy. Not a good guy, but a great guy. We liked him a lot. Now, now he's hanging around with these assholes we got in the sales department much too long, and now he's becoming one of them. You know, it's rubbing off. That's why he's growing that little gangster beard and the whole deal, you know. He's just not, what? He's not the same guy anymore. I don't think it's him. You saw, uh, uh, Smallville last night. Right. Oh, I think it's Tina. A shapeshifter. Tina is doing, uh, Troy. He said it's not bad. No, she, she don't want him. She wants, uh, Screw Ann. Anyway, the holidays are over. No more excuses for losing weight. All you tubbies out there, all you fat people. In fact, I saw my new cardiologist yesterday. He said if I lost 25 pounds, I would look just like Brad Pitt. He said I would be in great shape. Seriously. Well, like an old Brad Pitt. And with a lot of loose or right, skin. Or maybe I misunderstood. Maybe said I looked like the pits. Maybe that was it. Anyway, if you're overweight, there's everybody and their brother wants to peddle your pills and that stuff you're supposed to drink over the weekend, lose 80 pounds before Monday, forget about that stuff. It doesn't do the job. It's full of crap. Balance for Life will help you lose that weight, just like the Beast. Now, we're going to be seeing him again because Beast is the new guinea pig. We're just the <coughs> pig part so far. But he's lost 60 pounds and maybe even more now because he's getting the food again, right? Right. And I will say this in my hand of the sky. I will put my hand right on uh, Moses' ass. The fact of the matter is that the food this time is, is sensational. I had shrimp um, scampi with a little bit of green uh, fettuccine mm. and veggies last night for dinner. It was sensational. Everything is fresh and delicious. They don't bring you any frozen crap, none of that prefabricated garbage in little boxes. All the food is in like containers you pop in your microwave. And like I said, three gourmet meals, two snacks, enough to keep you full for the entire day, and they deliver it right to your door, to your home or office, wherever you want, by 6 o'clock every morning. So they take all the guesswork out of losing weight. You don't have to count carbs. You don't have to count calories. You don't even have to do any shopping. Just sit there and wait for them to show up with your little black sack and all the stuff that you pick, you choose between two choices for each meal every day that you're on the program. So if you really want to lose weight the quick and delicious way in a safe way, here's the answer for you. Balance for life. Let them do all the work. Call 954-568-3229. I guarantee in no time at all, you'll even look better than the beast. 954-568-3229, or check them out on their most prestigious website, if you'd like at balanceforlife.com.
13: Live and local, this, this is city. The is all yours now. Yeah. QAM
2: got two sets of lips
13: well congratulations get a life.
6: this is where i work there is never never a dull moment at walmart
13: sometimes we head over to the gun section
0: grab a box of nine millimeters and let her rip it's more than a
4: store it's a
13: fun place to be we like to eat at the little cafeteria because they clean up
6: my baby's vomit faster than anyone
4: you never know what
13: you're
6: gonna find at Walmart. I just come in for the fun of it.
13: Last week, a bunch of them liberal idiots had a protest out front, but it only took two warning shots to scare them off. It's like my morning routine, drink coffee and wake up
5: at Walmart. It's 10:47 at 5:60. George is very upset because the Kmart's are closing down left and right, including one up by me is so close. Why would I be? Because Kmart is the competition to Walmart, which you hate like poison. You're no, not. the
10: above, I like Target.
5: Oh. Well, now, now that would be an excellent poll question. Which store did the trailer trash prefer the most? Walmart or Kmart? Walmart. Hey, on the heels it's of playing that Is that what it is? Yes. Now, what kind of people eat at the cafeteria at Walmart? <laughs> people with really good taste. So, guess. Oh, and I'm wrong. I said I had reformed uh, Jeff Hyde's neighbor wrong. Now he's faxing me profusely. All those, we don't want any more, okay? And if you send me any more, I'm going to give your fax number out on the air and also the place where you work. See, you, you can't control these people. And, and the point you always make is right on target, man. What kind of a life? Look at look at this. David, Jeff High's neighbor. All I do is just say, he sent me the one. That was fine. It was two pages. Now he's puking out all of these quotes from people. That, I don't want this crap, you idiot. Jesus, give it a rest. Go have a few lunches with Jeff High who, by the way, is no longer the poster child for a balance for life. We've went back to the beast because Jeff High is a, eh, it's a lost cause, you know? We're just counting the days. Gordish We wish him the best, but I, I have a feeling he's like the Buffalo Sabres franchise, you know? Just a matter of time. Like Kmart. Right, like like Game Art. One great thing about the Kmart by me, which is no longer open, but the one good thing in there is if I needed, like, uh pains. socks. No, and I wouldn't buy underwear in there, but, like, socks. Or, like, uh, you know whatever. What was that? I bought that Martha Stewart tough Batman. Uh, Batman. Oh, I'm sorry, Martha. But uh, because there, was never, in, to hate there was never anybody in there. But even though there was never anybody in there, it always backfired because if there were like four other customers, they were all in line in front of you. And there was only one right. cash register open. Now, the one good thing that they did have
10: that I'm going to miss is that self-checkout thing, which nobody seems to be able to figure out, but it's quick and easy. So I got, got a right
6: great there. pull.
5: Yeah. Did we do this before? No. Which uh, uh chain store, department store that's uh, no longer in business do you miss the most? Jordan Marsh? That's Zayers. my vote. Zayers. Zayers. Mervin's? J. Byron's. Right. Oh, there's so many. Sure. Wow. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. Kmart? <laughs> Coming soon. They're closing three more down. And, of course, that's bad because a lot of people are going to lose their jobs. But that'll teach you to work at Kmart. Go flip burgers somewhere, Okay. What kind of people work at Kmart? What kind of people shop at Walmart? And look how successful Walmart is. What does that tell you again about America? Wall-to-wall. No, wall. that's, where, that's where the wall comes in. Wall-to-wall trailer trash. Cheap, chink, crap. Are you picking on my Chinese friends again? There's something wrong. Your that was George that said that. I love the Chinese people. You hate them for some reason. Tiger my Ross. friend Richard over there at Emerald Coast said if you ever come there, he's going to pee in your soup. Rhino horn. That's exactly what he said. St. Bernard Farms. Our good friend Richard from Toronto. What other stores are like out of business chains? Jordan Marsh is just shocking to me. That that was a damn good... You know what it was? It was like between Birdine's and J.C. Pennies. It was more upscale merchandise than Pennies, and it was cheaper than Birdine's, which is a ripoff. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. Now, Dillard's I like, which I always tell you that, but there's never anybody in there, so they're probably going to go down the tubes. Every store that I like, that's it. That was back in the days when I had like 8 million credit cards. Jefferson's, uh, did I mention that? No. Jefferson's, which was also uh, Montgomery Ward's, right? Ward's right. Jefferson slash. Here's our another facts from Greg. Wait till you hear this one. This one ties right in with our problem that we have with David, Jeff High's friend, who won't stop at a crap that I don't want. We give you a little bit of, we try to pat you on the back, David, say you're not so bad after all. You redeemed yourself. That's it. But now he's spewing, oh, oh, he likes me, He li- and he's, uh, you know I, we know, I didn't say we like you. Hi I said called. we're trying to, huh? Highboy called to report that
10: he works out of his house, so that's why he has all the time in the world.
5: But we have the name of his business right here. Well, that must be it. I see. And the last part of it is support group, and if anybody I needs a support group, it's David. And you're a good one to be picking on our fat friend Jeff High, okay? Just because he's only days away from the box. Let's take up a collection out here. We're going to send Moses out on the street corner. Uh, give him a few bucks so we can take a collection for a piano case for a fat boy. They're not, they're not going to bury him in like a regular box. My
10: fat friend who died, who was like 500 plus, they had to build a special container for him out of
5: particle board. How do you like that? Just slapped it together really quickly. If I were a carpenter by Bobby Darin, didn't he sing that? Anyway, I know Peter, Paul, and Mary did that, but I think Bobby Darin recorded that, too. I'm pretty sure he did. Ask Muff, he'll tell you. Anyway, here's Greg's fax today, and this this is pathetic, and he would admit it's pathetic. He admits that he's pathetic. You see how I wear them down eventually? Dear Neil, I'm not so sure it's a good idea to keep sending you faxes. After all these years, I never fully realized what it was like to be on the wrong end of dealing with a pain in the ass, or as you call it, a chronic. Uh Aha. It's been well over a year since I've heard from my friend Andy. Then about two weeks ago, I picked up the phone, and there he was. I don't think he can handle the fact that he hears my faxes on the air, but yet you won't give him the time of day whether on the air or by fax. Therefore, he's trying his hardest to get me to fax to you for him. I absolutely refuse. Nice going, Greg. But I think he's ready to explode or even go over the deep end. My point is I never fully realized what it was like to be bothered or even harassed on a full-time basis over and over until there's nothing left to do except blow your brains out. The bottom line is I'm not sure if it's worth fashion to you daily in combination with dealing with my own chronic. A chronic of a chronic of your show. Does that make sense? Please help. Three exclamation points. He's asking for help, finally. That's a step in the right direction. P.S. In order for you to be more comfortable in the Florida studio, George would like you to show up in your Speedos. Greg. He was doing so well till he got to that. What? He had to put a silly line on there trying to be a comedian. Not funny. After all the depressing stuff, he's admitting he's coming out of his chronic closet. He's admitting to be a chronic. And as far as his friend Andy, <coughs> we don't know who that is. Rose Auto Stores, they're out of business? Somebody faxed that. Rose Auto Stores, out of business? Rose Auto Parts. Okay. They were Never big. They were all them. over the right. place. They were on Federal Highway in Fort Lauderdale, not too far from uh, Skyline Chili. I got it. I Skyline Chili is still there. That, that's an even better pool. Well, that's another pool. The places of business that have been around the longest. Now, of course, there's always Hallett Pontiac. No extra charge, Tom. Huh? They've been there 35 years. Skyline Chili. That's been there since before I came here. You ever been to Skyline Chili? No. Uh, you have been there? These are Dade County well, people. What? What? Dade County people? What's that? There is such a thing? They even live there. Ah! No wonder he's doing drugs. Man, oh man, you got to be kidding me. They never been to Skyline Chili? I've been by it. Do you know what That's it almost is? almost like going have there. Have you ever had Chili Mac? Yeah. As a matter of fact, the uh,
10: Starlight Diner by right the house Vandella's, has a really good Chili Mac. Who has? The Skyline Deli.
5: Starlight. Starlight, sorry. Skyline Chili. Excuse me. It's been there for 5,000 years. I mean, you can go. I mean, when you've been here as long as I have, which is damn near 30 years now, 27. You can be driving around saying, oh, yeah, so-and-so used to be there. The Hungarian charter, that Hungarian place, that used to be on a federal highway or uh, whatever it is, Biscayne, 135th and Biscayne. And then there was Rocky Graziani's. See, I'm getting confused between the two poles, everything between the ones that are no longer there and the ones that have been there a hell of a long time. Remember the original McDonald's on Biscayne Boulevard in Miami? Indeed. Gone. And I ate there. Long gone. Did you really? I, I ate there, too, as a matter of fact. Well, we did our part. Don't blame us. And what's the uh, diner that's over there? Those the, are the ones that have the What's the, the gourmet race? diner that's right over there across the street?
10: <laughs> <laughs> was that on purpose?
5: No, <laughs> it just—it just the cap to my pen just flew out of my hands across the room. <laughs> like a wet watermelon. Maybe it seat. was Carlos's magnetic personality in there. I doubt it, though. Here's a call from Tamarack. Hello, Mr. Rogers.
8: Yes, sir.
9: Here.
8: I'm thawing uh, out from my trip to Rochester. Speaking of, uh. Sure, pick good timing, man. Oh, man. I tell you, one thing I'll tell you, though, about Rochester, Neal the people. What a contrast. From, from, they're, they're nice, they're, yeah. uh. Yeah, we you know. know. down here, they're, they're so freaking hostile. Mm-hmm. And fans, you know, say what you want about Buffalo, but Buffalo had a football game that didn't mean anything. And what did they do? They sold out.
5: Buffalo blows, man.
8: Yeah, but, oh Buffalo's
5: man. a Buffalo's Aesthetic. a third place. It's crap.
8: Aesthetic. but I mean, you know, you talk about you know what a fan is, and mm. down here we have. Who got is a this chronic? Stadium? Oh, I'm not chronic.
5: Yeah, you are. You got to. Speaking a, of. Yeah, you are.
8: Speaking of, speaking of bad chronic. That? No, I'm not a chronic. Yes, you are. I haven't, you called, are. You. I haven't voice... called you in
5: years. But your voice is like uh, very familiar. I hear your voice in my sleep. But anyway, go ahead.
8: I'm sorry to hear that. That's okay. Probably not sleeping
5: too well. Pro- I'm not.
8: <laughs> um, yeah, getting back to the fans, you know, it's like down here, there are no fans. If you're winning, we're number one. And, yeah, you know.
5: we know that. We know that the people up north are more friendly and nicer and polite, like in Toronto and Rochester and Buffalo Blows and at, uh, down here. And what's the point? Uh, you
8: know, hey, ugly, ugly uh, celebrity. Yes. Andrew Bernhardt, hands down.
5: Okay, thank you. Now, you. now you made the call worthwhile. Thank you.
8: All right, Dead, dead Singers?
5: Yeah. Dwayne Allman. Yeah, he, somebody faxed that to me. We apolog- George apologizes for not putting on there. Thank you very much for your call. Thanks for making your call. 1056 at 560 W. Don't you recognize his voice? Yes. Who was that? I don't know. One of them. One of of them was one of them. We'll figure it out. It'll finally pop, just like that thing popped off my pen. Ever been presented with an opportunity when you should have, could have, or would have done something but didn't do it, like Moses standing there up against the wall right now just winking at me? Yeah, he winked at me before I saw that. What, What kind of crap is that, you know? There's nothing worse than a tease. But anyway, if you passed up a great opportunity like I did right then, there's an incredible Fannie Mae mortgage out there right now, 3.45%. The rate's available by calling Financial Group at 1-800-940-5363. I'm not into, like, uh, muscle-bound guys, Moses, sorry. Just bound. If you were to compare a 7% rate with 3.45%, you'd save $3,500 in the first year low and for each 100000 you owe. I don't know. Let's try it. 100000 cost you only 447 bucks a month. Here's an opportunity that won't last long. It's a 40-year low. So if you're thinking about refinancing or buying a new home, call Financial Group at this toll-free number. They'll explain to you how this works and get you a hell of a deal. Call 1-800-940-5363. The process is simple and the call is absolutely free. There's no obligation. 1-800-940-LEND. Financial Group has been an equal housing lender to thousands of borrowers with a Fannie Mae program. Credit restrictions do apply and rates are subject to change if you wait too long. 5.34 APR. Call Financial Group today and get on the road to saving a lot of cash. Call 1-800-940-LEND.
13: We are Sports Radio 515. QAM.
14: Sing my song, but you're not looking at my mouth. You stare so long. Something that's a bit further south And it's not my face Where both your eyes go looking Right under my clothes Nobody can
5: Love it. Eleven oh two at five sixty WQM. We got the Mad Dog in the studio. One Hank is in the studio for the first time in months at three o'clock this afternoon. Then we got Chitko Panther preview at seven. Panthers and the Bruins at the Macarena seven thirty. Be there. Come on, let's support our team, even though they've uh, had a, they've had a rough ride. I'm sure a lot of you have had a rough ride. Eddie Camp after the hockey game from GA and Joe Mark overnight. That's the agenda. That's the schedule. Boy, I think we've got some good possibilities. Don't let me forget about those good possibilities. Places that uh, you missed the most—restaurants, uh, places of uh, department stores, uh, places that we used to love, like Neals on Alton Road, long before uh, your time. Yeah, you know, and Sonic
10: was here for five minutes and then they left. The uh, drive-up.
5: Yeah. Was that any
10: good? Yeah, because I went up north. Well, up north to the south, and they had Sonics all over the
5: place, and they were phenomenal. Hm. That's why it's gone. Right. Although we do have Steak and Shake now. I want to apologize again for turning a lot of people onto it. The milkshakes are great. The burgers here so far, not too good. Not too, Well, they're like falling apart. They're like, I don't know. What is the problem there? That's Steak and Quake. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. We got pulls up the ass here today, man, so to speak. Places that uh, have been here the longest. Places that you miss that aren't here anymore. Stuff like that. All of these things that the common people out there can relate to. We don't have a bunch of rocket scientists out there. Certainly not ones who've had like, time to speak to us or facts to us, like a uh, high boy's neighbor. 548 votes. Can that possibly be true? Uh-huh. And, and some of them are even for real. President Bush's overall job so far we're asking you about today. He's a total disaster, 254, 46.3%. He's weak. His job performance is weak, like Al Martino's voice, 107. So you put those two together already, you got like 66% or close to it. Outstanding 98, 17.8%. Fair, 45, 8.2%. And good, just 44, 8%. So it's a highly negatory response we got on El Presidente on W, who's getting really impatient and sick and tired of waiting for the inspectors and Sodom to get off his ass. He wants some action. He's salivating for some action. Kill some people. I, I think that maybe Mo had his thumb on it. I think that's exactly what the, he was talking about yesterday. He's getting impatient, what the president wants most in this new year. In fact, he should have made a New Year's speech during 2003. Let's kill some people. Yeah. Anyway, here's a picture of Josh Krohn. Have you ever seen Josh Krohn in the building? I haven't either. George insists that he really works at Power down the hall. You know that crap they play down the hall? But uh, you have seen him. Not that I want to see him. Of course, he's Luke Krohn's son, so he probably stays away from me. Luke Krohn, the former general manager of WNWS. I was going to say my former mentor, but in his case would be Tormentor, who used to sit in his office in the dark, smoking a pipe. I knew people like that.
10: Yeah. That would sit in the dark and smoke. I'm I'm
5: serious. So am I. Very strange guy. But anyway, I'm sure Josh is not a strange guy, and he's going to be on uh, The Bachelorette. And the good news for America is there, I just checked TV Guide, there are 622 shows this week. The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Joe Millionaire, Joe Billionaire, Joe the Schlepper, uh The Blind Date, uh, Not Blind date, uh, date, First Date, Last Date, Dead Date, Ugly Date. Star Dates. Yeah. Figs and Dates. We got 4,500 of those shows this week just because there's great originality in TV. <laughs> First it was the quiz shows. Regis started out with that millionaire thing, and I told you they were gonna kill it. At first I told you it was a bad show, which it was. Uh-huh. It was an awful show. Atrocious. And then they put it on fifteen nights a week, and oh people got a little bit tired of that. They even started turning on their buddy Regis. And we had Chuck Swillery with greed. See, the whole idea is to exploit people's bad nature. Not good thing. What's Carlo what's freaky Carlos want? What do he open the door for? What does he want?
10: Susan Lucci is coming back with Regis, he wants to tell you.
5: Yeah. And? Singing her Broadway tunes in West Palm. What do you mean she's she's coming back with Regis? What does that mean? I thought you meant coming back here, like in the building. No, to West Palm, I guess. Oh, who cares? Hey, freaky Carlos, we're doing a radio show in here, you silly queen. We don't give a crap about goddamn Susan Lucci, you fag. What's wrong with you, man? No, seriously, that bugs me. Professional faggots. It just bugs the crap out of me. Oh, Coochie Coochie, it's Susan Lucci. Who cares? Nobody cares about Susan Lucci or Tammy Faye or Joan Crawford or Liza Minnelli. God almighty. Go watch My Fairy Lady or whatever you want to watch. Get out of my face, Carlos, you idiot. Not you. I mean, Freaky Carl. You too. Anyway. He's pretty uh, freaky. He is freaky. But uh, compared to the other one, he's like uh, Joe Vanilla. Oh, by the way, that's on Tuesday at 8, Joe Vanilla. Right after Joe Millionaire. I mean, what's wrong with you people out there? I mean, how much of the sameness over and over with the same concept? Oh, it's a hit show. Let's make 50 shows like that. They've been doing that forever. They do it with the movies. They do it with everything. Oh, yeah, uh, buddy cop shows, uh, sci-fi shows, uh, uh explosion uh, special effects shows, Indiana Jones and the uh, uh Pillar of Your Ass, all this crap. All the same. If somebody gets a hit doing something, and right away everybody and their brother's doing the same damn thing. Be original like George, you know. You know, boring, but, but at least different. We'll say that for you. At least when you do the show, it's different. Thanks. Right? Plus, who, who else in America talks about eating ass beside George? No one. Nobody else. Nobody. Even, uh, Linda Samuels admires the fact that you discuss eating ass. I think. I don't know. Well, she'll, she'll email. She emails every day because she, you know that she listens to the show from start to finish every single, she doesn't miss a word. Doesn't miss a word. And you want to know why? Because she knows that if she wants the truth, this is where she comes. If she wants to hear bull bullcrap, she'll go produce her boyfriend, Matt Grudges show. Well, I thought it was because she was a fag hag. Suit versus Diocese gets, go ahead. That is a good point. Case involves two... Hook her up with Alice Rantel, okay? She's probably getting worn out with the same self-hating fag. Hook her up with a new one. Hook her up with Alice. Hook her. Not that we have any malice toward Alice, but... Suit versus diocese gets uh, go ahead. Case involved two priests. I mean, he he really opened the door to tell us that Susan Lucci is coming to West Palm. Who cares, you idiot? We're doing a show in here, and I'm sitting here thinking like something important's going on. I'm living like dead air up the ass. And I, uh, what is it? Oh, Susan Lucci and Regis are coming to West Palm. I mean, we like Regis, but if he has to come with Susan Lucci, screw him. You know? Well, maybe he's gonna sing. Yeah, probably sing her right into the ground. Susan Lucci. Oh, my God. In a case involving a Broward County priest, the judge allowed the first sexual abuse lawsuit against the Archdiocese of Miami to go to trial, even though the former altar boy who filed suit alleges the abuse happened three decades ago. State Circuit Judge Ronald Friedman rejected the Catholic Church's argument that the statute of limitations to sue ran out years ago, saying only that there were sufficient issues in the claim. Jose A. Curias, Jr., now 45, claimed he was sexually abused by two South Florida priests in the early 70s. In a lawsuit filed last May, Curias alleged that Reverend Ricardo Castellanos, 56, pastor of San Isidro Church in Palmetto Beach, sexually abused him between the ages of 14 and 16 at St. Kieran Church and LaSalle High School in Miami and during overnight trips to Disney World. Don't let your kids go on overnight trips anywhere with priests, okay, you idiots? You crazy people? Curias also alleged the Reverend... Alvaro Guichard molested him at the church of Little Flower in Coral Gables during the same period. Remember these stories that was from uh, last yes. year? Well now it's uh, now it's hitting the fan. Castellanos and Guichard sixty two now pastor of St. Francis de Sales in Miami Beach, deny the accusations. The Archdiocese has placed both priests on administrative leave while a church lay committee and officials review the allegations. And on it goes. I'm not gonna read the whole thing. It's on our website, right? We got this on our news. It's on our news of the day. Thirty-one-year-old makes reality TV, the show's first cut on The Bachelorette. And this is John, uh, Josh Cromwell one of 50 remaining bachelors, competing on The Bachelorette, which debuted last week with high ratings. I think most of the people who were watching it were high, including Jeff High. But the bottom line is it says, Will the Power 96 FM advertising executive make it through the next round, which airs tonight at 9 p.m.? We don't know, but he'll be on there tonight if you want to see what our FM uh, sales staff looks like. What? Well, I will say this for him. He don't look all that great, but compared to our AM sales staff, he looks fantastic. Man, oh man. I look at our s- picture of our sales staff, and it made me look, me look really good, especially since John Penis left. Not that he was good looking, but he, but he was like just a guy. At least a normal looking guy. Right. Like a guy who, in, in clothing. You know, our other people look very strange. In, in fact, little Todd Dreck was in here before. I reached back to pick up the cap from my pen that went fl- I almost stepped on him. Todd Dreck. Copy, Todd. Copy. If I'm gonna do your spots, copy, baby. Seriously, you should have seen the look oh, on his face when I yeah. said, copy. Look at me. What's that? What's that? Copy? I know, I'm just being a pain in the ass again, Todd. How's the Culligan man doing, you idiot? 12 minutes after 11 at 5.60 WQM. I'll tell you some people that are doing great, and that's because more and more you folks are catching on. Dial that's right. Nothing will have a bigger impact on the way you feel every day than getting a good night's sleep. Anybody can tell you that. But if you don't have a good mattress, if your mattress is lumpy, bumpy, and worn out, then forget about it. You're going to feel like crap. Get you a great new name brand mattress, the sensible, the easiest way in the world, by making one smart phone call to our good, close paisons at Dollar Mattress like George does, like I do, and like Miguel did, too. In fact, Miguel said he never got so much ass in his life since he started doing it on that great new Dollar Mattress. That's what he said. They carry the top brands in the universe. Maybe you ought to think about that. Sealy, Sirta Simmons, and King Coral, every size and style. I'm thinking about it right now. I'd even like to watch. Dollar Mattress will have it there on time too. That's right, you pick the two hour window when you're gonna be home and it's convenient for you. They pride themselves on their 99% on time record, which is just one of a zillion reasons why they're ranked first for customer satisfaction. I don't know what you're laughing about because it happens to be true. I don't know, what does his girlfriend look like? That's pretty hot, right, huh? Anyway, so get you a great dollar mattress and pretty soon you can sleep with your Miguel blow up doll or maybe the real thing. Call 1-800-Mattress, that's 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S for dollar mattress. The great way to start you and your back off for the new year with a great new name brand mattress at an unbeatable price from Dollar mattress.
13: This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Yo, yo, let's rate Oh, Radio Big Shaw. That's how we pass the
1: time
10: away in the gay old jail of all
1: Everybody loves Fear Factor. And everybody loves Blind Date. Well, now, there's a new reality show that combines the best of both worlds. It's Date Factor, with your host, Joe Rogan.
13: Dudes, here's our first couple, Taylor and Tyler. We'll start their day by hanging from their toenails over a pit full of poisonous snakes. You guys having fun? (laughs) State Factor, where
9: getting
1: lucky means you might live to see the closing credits.
13: Dude, it's nice going. Okay, now it's time to climb in the car.
14: Oh, good. Are we going to the restaurant? Uh, nope. We're going
13: to suspend the car 100 feet in the air while you climb out the window and grab a flag off the luggage rack. <laughs>
1: Date Factor, don't miss today's exciting climax when Taylor and Tyler finally arrive at the restaurant for an intimate dinner.
13: Okay, dude and dudette, here's tonight's mouth-watering entree. Steamed rat pancreas and a light blood sauce. Yeah! Come on!
1: Date Factor, as if blind dates weren't scary enough.
5: How about survivor and uh? not survivor? What do you call one not survivor? And dead, dead people. 8,000 of these shows, all the same crap, because it's reality-based, not just a lot of bored people out there. Let's face it. 1118 at 560 WQAM. We got 584 votes on the poll. President's not doing well. Total disaster, 274. Week 114. Outstanding 101, 17.2%. Good 48, fair 47. Not doing well in this crowd. 584 votes in two hours. I bet you at least three or four of those are like real votes, too. But like Eric says, bring them on, man. Bring them on. Help subsidize our gear agenda. Here's Miami. Hello. Uh,
9: morning. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Great. Um,
12: I heard you guys talking earlier about the, uh, the the newborns.
5: The newborns? Yeah. Is that a group? Yeah, the new beats. Remember the new beats? I remember the Yeah, and what about
9: it, sir? Well, I was just wondering what you guys were talking about because I turned on the radio and just caught the end of it.
5: What, what do you mean? What our lost guys were talking? What does that mean? Click, click, yeah, yeah. idiot, total idiot. Blah, 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 blah. He had somebody turn on the radio for me. Just caught the total ass Rectum. end of it. What are we talking five, about? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and and Verizon wireless line. See what I mean? He's just—he ought to elope with for that first guy that called this morning. Right out of the box. How predictable! Starting the show with another pool, and then we got this guy who wants to know what the hell uh, the new beats. Uh, bread and butter by the new beats. In fact cuz we got so much stuff in here we got a, we got a parody on everything that's ever been uh, done like yeah how do you like them apples huh don't put butter on your apples man i can't take too much butter it shoots right out my ass
13: pepper and paprika blew me to the can <laughs> Well, I can't take too much butter, I can't take it at all, my ass burns from Olestra,
1: and especially Sorbitol. No, no, my feet start
2: tapping in a quick step. I gotta grab a hold of my pants, it ain't
0: that I don't like to eat butter, I just can't take the chance, no, 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 no. I can't take too much butter, <laughs> Goes through me
13: too fast. Every time I eat it, I have to change my pants. I can't
5: take So thank you very much for calling because we never would have played that otherwise, so thank you for whatever the hell you were babbling about. Five six seven oh five sixty. Huh? I like that bit. That's one of my favorites, but I never think to play it. Right. So we thank him profusely for bringing up the new beats. What are and you then, talking about? Then there was always the easy beats in Friday on my mind. I have Friday on he my mind. He was a big fan of Dragnet, Joe Friday. And Harry Morgan. And Jack Webb, and uh, Frank Alexander. What a memory, man! Wow. For meaningless crap. Well, that's old stuff, you know. Old stuff. Let's talk about new stuff like Tupac and uh, you know Biggie. Notorious B.I.G. Let's talk about that crap. Here's Sunny Isles. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
12: Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay. Hey, two things, man. Um, I don't know. I, I've been looking at these commercials that they're playing on TV. that mm. There's one of a of a kid there, and they're smoking weed, and he has a gun, and then he accidentally shoots the other kid, and mm-hmm. then it
5: says, uh, marijuana, harmless.
12: Yeah. Have you seen those
5: commercials? Yes, I have. Of course, the gun isn't har- is not uh, is harmless. We know that. So it must be the marijuana that's the dangerous yeah. uh, thing in this spot.
12: Yeah. I, I, I look at that, and I'm like, you know, I, I smoke weed, but I, I never get like that. Where Praise I this call,
5: George. we got another one of those pot smokers <laughs> on the phone.
12: <laughs> hey, one more thing. Well,
5: actually, George wants to sell you some. Yeah, go ahead.
12: Yeah, I'll buy it from him. Ooh, i he buy it. Ripped, oh, you know, George wants to buy that. some from you. Oh, i got nothing to sell. I'll buy it from him. Though. Okay. Listen,
5: one more thing. Jay Fiedler sucks, right? Who? Jay Fiedler. Oh, that's all one of the sports shows. I'm not going to use this show, which is not a sports show, to start ripping poor Jay Fiedler an ass, okay? And then we get these idiots calling, oh, well, they're just picking on him because he's Jewish. They're not picking him on him because he's Jewish or ugly and has big ears. Uh, Who cares about that? I mean, it's nice when your quarterback is a great-looking stud like Tom Brady. We can't all look like that, you know? But And there is a good point. The uglier the quarterback, the worse they play, like uh, like Manning, Sandy Peyton Manning. I mean, he really blows. I Talk about overrated. And the people on this radio station who pretend they know something about sports, I see more NFL games because every single one of them who's on the air here is watching one game. Hank is assigned ESPN. They send him to one game every week. The Mad Dog is doing the Dolphin game. I'm sitting there at home with my NFL package. I see parts of all the games, at least if they're interesting, you know. I see parts of Tom Brady, too, but I can't tell you which parts. But, you know, so what what do these people know? Oh, uh, Peyton Manning, he he stinks. You look at his face and you see, like, I start thinking about the president when I see him. Yeah. I start thinking about Fredo. From The Godfather. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. Pound five. Drew Bledsoe, he don't look too bad. He's not great. but I mean, like, you know, he's like a human. And he's not that bad. He's a statue. But he's not all that bad. You look at the really ugly, okay. and then see the problem with Chad Pennington is he was doing okay till we saw what he looked like with a helmet off. We saw those big ears pop out, and all of a sudden, <laughs> stunk the joint out. That came the other day, right? As soon as he let those ears plop out. Should have kept the helmet on, Chad. And then who the hell was talking about it wasn't a hanging Chad problem? Was that on a pregame show the other day, a hanging Chad? I think uh, it was Neon Dion doing his pimp routine on CBS before the game. Oh, the hanging Chad isn't the uh, dilemma here. It's uh, Chad Pennington. I, I still believe he's got to be driving a big yellow Seville, Dion. Don't you think? He ain't driving a big fifty thousand dollar Humvee like that kid. Uh, the, the, well, why are they all screaming about that on this station? Is that their business? Is that their business? I think what they're they going to talk about. I think there's well, nothing. There ain't nothing else going on right now. You're a good point. See, George is a sports expert. The one thing he you knows nothing else going on except, of course, the Panthers are playing the Bruins tonight. I'd like to hear Mo critique that game tomorrow morning. Here's Miami. Hello.
11: Hey, I was mentioning the restaurants, the Pumpernick's on U.S. 1 in South Miami.
5: How about all the Pumpernick's? Yeah, that was an especially good one. You're right. That
11: was, and it turned into a sizzler.
5: Oh. And it's, I've never gone back since. Good for you. And you know what else used to be on, uh, down? I don't know if it is because I don't go Black Angus, is that out of business? Yes. Yeah. The Black Anus. <laughs> Thanks for an excellent suggestion. See, they like that. That's the kind of stuff we'll get a lot of calls when we do that, like maybe well, They now. were good. Huh? Black Angus. They were? Yeah. What was the one where you used to go in with the, Was it Sizzler? With the steaks, the, the little steaks and the gar- the, the garlic bread that was like,
10: yeah. That was sizzler. Mmm. For, you know, if you didn't want to go out, like, to someplace fancy, if you just want yeah. to go to lunch and pick out, like, if you're really, really high.
5: And then there was Duff's Smorgasbord was there right over uh, in our old neck of the woods there. Sterling, wasn't that Sterling? Palm and Pines in that shopping plaza. That was Duff's Smorgasbord. I think it was a chain. That's one I always tell you that you could gum the food. Everything tasted the same. The lasagna tasted like the roast beef, and the spaghetti tasted like the potatoes. You could, you could gum it. They knew the demographic in Pembroke Lakes and Pembroke Pines. Death plus. Death plus ten. See, this isn't a place for young people, so it's a damn good thing we don't have any here. Because it just ain't. I mean, we got like a smattering. You know, one here, one over there. And the old farts aren't too happy about it. Five, six, seven. Oh, in fact, when they brought Brian Sears in the drive at Pompano Park, they said, oh, we don't like that. He's too young. He's 34. He's not like a kid ah, too young. We like old guys. Bring back uh, Tommy Wynn. Bring back Levi Harner. Bring back uh, Satch Warner. All the old guys, all the Alta Cockers. We like that. The old guys, that like fall out of the bike at the half-mile pole. Elmer Conrad. Harold Snodgrass. 26 past 11 at 560 WQAM on a great Wednesday, man. We got that big noon to one hour coming up. We got 50 million votes on the poll. What's not to like? The price is right. The price is right. I'll tell you that right now for this show. Free entertainment in a very, very boring place. Even my new cardiologist yesterday, he said that he's in a car a lot every day, so he listens to the show. He's a big fan of the show. And he asked me, he said, I want to talk radio because I know you don't want to talk that. One radio question. It was about Randy Rhodes. About. And he asked, does she really take herself that seriously? And I said, I guess so. I don't really know. But pretty sad, ain't it, George? Back from those days when she was like the goddess, and she was fun in games, and telling the management there at IOD to stick it up their butt. Uh, th- that was different, different Randy. Right. But now she's sure gonna Randy. save the world from itself. She wants to be a female Rush on the other side. Just I like mean, whatever. Maybe she'd uh, like uh, Lana too. On maybe she'd like to go to Smallville. She could fight with. Well, Tina's gone now since she fell on that spike. Huh? She was impaled. She got spiked at the end of the show. Maybe next week Tom Marling's hair will be spiked. Twenty-seven past eleven at five sixty W. I'll tell you what, he looks really good with his clothes on. I'll say that. Just keep your clothes on, Tom. Another year's gone by and a lot of you folks out there are still underpaid and stuck in a really crappy job. If your New Year's resolution is to change your life and get out of that dead end job and get a new high paying career, call our friends at Fast Train because they'll help you do it. Call one eight six six FAST TRAIN. If you enroll now, you can be certified and on the way to a new high paying job by April. You heard me right. If you can commit three nights a week, Fast Train can have you certified as a computer professional, making a big, fat paycheck every week by April. So call Fast Train right now and get out of your dead-end rut. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Fast Train offers job placement, easy financing, day night, and weekend classes, and they have four convenient locations all over town for you. They're in Miami, Kendall, Pember Pines, and Fort Lauderdale. Just one easy call. You'll be on your way to a brand-new, exciting career. Call them right now, toll-free. There's no obligation. They'll explain to you what it's all about. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN or check them out on the web at FastTrain.com.
13: My, my, and local. Sports Radio 560.
1: QAM. A- a- QAM. Pound. <laughs> doi, 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 doi. Doi, 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 doi,
2: doi. Doi, 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 doi. I am how Howard the David they're 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 imprepit imprepit and I'm ancient
1: All over my, my old face are blue and reddish face I, I don't know why, why they hate me Or why they, they always rape me. me It must be cause I got these blue, blue and reddish, reddish Purple veins. Veins. A vein mark on my arm like a Rannick Nally map A lock or what? I got veins on my nose Nobody knows that under my clothes I wear Pantyhose, but that don't mean that I'm Gay. If you think my arms are bad, you ought to see My legs. I might as well keep them smooth and Shaved to show a little glass the next time I'm Raping him. I could go to a surgeon, but that gives me the shivers. I would not want to walk out looking like Joan Rivers. Uh, where am I? here? I fired the beast, the fat little freak. I did him a favor, now we can't afford to eat. The reason I dismissed that stinking fat bastard is because he wouldn't shut up and he can't play canasta. <clears throat> hey, somebody talking over there? Nobody talks when I rap. I rap and you talk. Hey, look at me, I'm hip hip. I ain't no square. I'm a ding dong daddy, man. I'm really dead. I fire anyone I want, I don't care, especially if they make me flip my wig like smelly green hair. I got fired myself, it even happens to the greats. Westwood once said you get out of here or else we break your legs. So now I sit by the pool, life's as good as it gets. With my paladin cocktail, placing bets on the jets. In paradise, paradise, I don't kiss nobody's ass in paradise. Do-do-do-do-do. I'll be serving other spookings when I get the chance. But the cleaners aren't ready with my lime green pants. How long does it take? Kelly Calling complaint. It was just a little thought. So what I left this yeah. thing. That's funny. Want a knuckle sandwich, buddy? I can do what I want, because the management loves me.
14: Gonna tell you something, Mo. Something you ought to know. For the longest time I wanted you to be my own.
1: You are my type, pal. Now answer. pal, no. <laughs> what are you doing? I won't take no for an answer. Get out of here.
13: But it's not you.
1: Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs>
5: So, speaking of Skoogans, guess what's across from Popoto Park that I just noticed? Must be brand new. Skoogans? Yeah, good guess. And of course, it's up there by Palmer and Winmore. Speaking of people with bad hair pieces, guess who this is, uh, written by? It wasn't written to us, but it's a copy of it. Steve Ziegler. Ah. Our good old engineering buddy from, um, IOD. And uh, you ought to know. Don't you remember he actually worked for Paxton for a while, too, when we were at IOD? Did he come in and do some stuff? Or am I dreaming? I don't recall. Yes, he did. I don't remember him ever being there. Yeah, yeah, because they were building the new studios, and they needed, like, right. extra engineers. Oh, that's right. right. I mean, we recommended, partly, our good friend Steve, and he brought in that big screwdriver he always used to carry. Nobody messed with Steve Ziegler because he had a screwdriver the size of Vermont. But anyway, it's about the mic its sent to Barbara Rennery and the Rennery family, and uh, the point being that there's going to be a Winery website. It said it's ready for public showing, so I guess when he gets, to, I'm just mentioning that so that greenery people will be able to look. I, I don't know what the website is, but I'm sure we'll find out, and then we'll link it. And then well, yeah, we can link it. I guess. Here's a fact that says there's a hot dog stand on Biscayne at about 73rd named Dogma. That's cute. It's new, a full menu of assorted gourmet hot dogs, and is drawing a crowd. I had the Chicago dog; it was great. That's one of my favorite things: is a Chicago hot dog. What's with a real green with the real green relish and onions. And um, mm. you never had a Chicago dog? I and, don't know. And the peppers. They have peppers, real, real green relish, some special kind of a relish, and uh, onions. Hmm. Sounds good. You know where they have that? Fort Lauderdale. Why do I do this to myself? Is it Hot Diggity Dog? Is that the name of the place? No, I To cross on the Lincoln Mercury either on Federal Highway in Fort Lauderdale or Sunrise? Huh? I don't know. Why not? You better get out a little bit more, mister. I can't. The I whole world baby. doesn't revolve around Burger King. Burger King? haven't eaten that in joke. 10 years. It's joke. Oh. It says usually about 20 to 30 people hang out eating hot dogs. It opened about three weeks ago. See, that's the sign of a real city. Maybe this is a good omen. Biscayne and 73rd. Biscayne and 73rd? That's really? only a few blocks away from our good friends at Flores, which that spot's right, coming Right,
10: remember up. the uh, Wendy's right there? Yeah. Right a block away from that.
5: It's not gone, is it? The Wendy's? The Wendy's. I don't know. No, I'm sure it's still there. The Wendy's and the Taco Bell right behind. Right. Him. And the old pussycat right across the street in the Playboy Club. Gone. History. So there you go. So things that are gone and things that are coming in. Hot dogs, wieners. A lot of wieners in Miami. Five six seven oh, pounds. Pound. Look at that poll, man. President Bush's popularity rating is lower than any time since 9-11. I didn't make that up. That's in USA Today, and they got a lot of color pictures in there to prove it. Hot dog heaven. Thank you. Hot dog heaven, I can, and that knife. I do know where it is I've been by that a million times. They got great Chicago dogs. You ought to try it. You'd like it. You'd love it. In fact, maybe we can get somebody to send some of those over here.
10: That's a great idea. I was going to say, yeah, maybe we can send by this weekend. Because I don't to have to eat, eat bun, I can eat
5: it with a knife and a fork.
10: But a better idea would be a special delivery. Save us a trip. Special delivery what? If they especially deliver it here. Who? Them. Hot dog heaven? Yeah.
5: Who said they know from us?
10: They don't necessarily. But I bet you that somebody that knows you have any idea what the
5: hell he's talking about besides sucking around for another somebody, free meal. Yeah,
10: somebody will uh, tip him off, maybe. Yeah. I wonder if Rochester Hots has uh, Chicago hot dogs.
5: Ah. Uh, anyway, here's the poll. How do you feel about uh, the president's overall job so far? W. We're talking about. Uh, he's a, in case you forgot his name. He's a total disaster. 289, 472 percent. Two eighty-nine is six hundred and twelve votes. Six hundred and twelve votes, George. Weak, one hundred and twenty. So you put those, that's 19.6, so that's 67%, those two categories. That's two thirds of all the votes. Outstanding 102, 16.6%. Good 53, 8.6%. Fair 48, 7.8. So outstanding or good, 25.2%. Which means damn near 75% are saying, (laughs) not too great, not too thrilled at this moment. Five six 60 pound, we're reminiscent about weenie places. Here's Miami. Hello.
8: Hello, Neil. Yes. How you doing, Neil? It's Carlos, your Air Force guy. How you doing? Great. How you be? Excellent. I called George while you were on vacation, but I wanted to call you to officially welcome you back.
5: Well, thank you so much.
8: How's everything going with you? Good. Good,
5: good thing you called now before I get the hell out of here.
8: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It'll be a while,
5: though. It'll be a while.
8: It seems like I always hit you up when you're on your way out.
5: Yeah, I'm here. Hey.
8: Did you uh, hear this morning when uh, on Mo Howard's show some guy called up asking if Joe Thornton's playing tonight and cl- in classic form? Who?
5: Oh, my God. Joe Thornton will not be playing tonight. Joe Thornton's in bad shape.
8: Oh, yeah. Joe Thornton's not doing too good. Gelby had to save his ass on that one.
5: He got he there seemed to be going around. Michael Renberg got that infected hand, and they thought he was going to lose his arm, and now he's okay. I hope he comes back soon. We need him. And Joe Thornton had the same kind of like an infection, too, hospitalized for a few days.
8: Oh, Yeah. But I'm not going to take up more of your time because I know you have very, uh, very much more important calls. And in to case, to. in
5: case Mo is monitoring, Bobby Orr will not be playing tonight either, <laughs> or or Derek Sanderson or Jerry Cheevers. Have a great day, Carlos. All right, Neil, take care, brother. Archie. Well, I wasn't talking to you, Carlos. Our Carlos looks like, oh, near Oh, should I have a great day? If you want, and if not, that's okay too. It's free country, well, to a point. Although the USA Patriot Act says illegal aliens, illegal aliens should not have a great day. Maybe the aliens can solve that whole abortion thing, huh? Instead of like uh, multiplying the traditional way, we can just start cloning people. The Raylians can handle the reproductive uh, reproduct- the, the stuff, the rabbit stuff. You notice we don't hear one word anymore. You talk about the biggest egg that was ever laid. Humpty Dumpty's laughing his ass off. The biggest egg by all you assholes in the media. Oh, the Raylians are holding a press conference in Hollywood, Florida. As soon as you heard Hollywood, Florida, you should have you should all gone to Rosa Lopez's house and looked for the Virgin Mary. And when you saw that she wasn't there, you should have known this was another South Florida scam. And you know what? I love it. We keep pulling the biggest scams on the rest of the world. We're, we're starting to take a whole different altitude about it. Screw you people, okay? We, we don't have any shame anymore anyhow. So the fact that we're scamming the whole world with all these goofballs that keep uh, gravitating toward us, we enjoy it. Hey, there's the judge looking up with that eye at the chance. You know, well, screw you. We sure made a lot of fun out of it, didn't we? Of course, we didn't get a good result. But nevertheless, nothing's perfect. It's not perfect. You can thank those old Jews in Palm Beach who voted for Pat Buchanan. You voted for Pat Buchanan, okay? And in retrospect. Yes. Yeah, in retrospect, (laughs) not too bad. Yeah. I do like that show. I don't care what anybody says. And I sure wish I could find out if they're getting any numbers, because I hope it stays on the air. Buchanan and Press 2-4 on MSNBC. And like you said the other day, Pat is actually—I mean, on some subjects he's—you know—he'll never be—he'll uh, still always be a Nazi. But in certain er- many areas, he's like no, a hell of a lot like more reasonable. than huh? Not like he used to be. He sure know Tucker Carlson or Bob Novak. Oh, or George Will. Whoo! I get the Willies thinking about George Will. Man, I want to put on my damn boots and start just stomping when I see George Will, the Goose Stepper. Nineteen till noon. Good bad We didn't get no food in here today, you know. But too late now. I didn't bring my sack. You'll have to remind me to bring something for my sack. Remember I used to do that, right? I haven't been doing that although we did bring soda because well, we're a little short on soda. couldn't we what could we arrange like I would be glad to even pay for it? I know that's unusual. like buy like maybe uh who oh, Jeff Ponytail or uh, your good friends Scott and IRA. we could arrange to have like a delivery like I'd pay for it like diet, caffeine free, whatever okay. I just mentioned that in passing, something for you to work on in between all the other hard work you're doing in there. Which we still haven't figured out what it is. Now that, uh, what's-her-name's gone? 19 till noon at 560 WQA. And what that was her name? Shannon. Shannon. No, I'm not going to play it. I don't want to get Greg too carried away. Then we'll be getting another fax. One a day is okay, like vitamins, Greg. One a day, because if I play that, he'll send another fax. Hey, it's a new year, and a lot of people out there are thinking that they really porked out during the holidays and over New Year's Eve, et cetera, and they really just gigantic. Not, not only do you look like a cow, but it's really unhealthy. And lo and behold, these genius doctors are discovering fat ain't good for it. <laughs> what a concept, huh? It takes years off your life. If you're trying to lose weight the Atkins way or any other low carbohydrate way, there's a marvelous, a sensational store that's dedicated to you. It's called Delights of West Boca. It's a mega store for Atkins dieters or any low carb sugar free diet because that's all they carry in the store. No fattening crap, none of that garbage that'll make you fat as all hell. They've got over 600 delicious low carb food products. And man, what a what a pleasure it is to have some choices as opposed to just, you know, the usual steak and shrimp and shrimp. And, I mean, that's fine, but you've got to have some choices and that's what you'll find at Delights like their new low-carb crunchy granola by meal in two scrumptious flavors, only one to two carbs per serving. So whether it's carbolite ice cream, breads, chips, muffins, cheesecakes, pasta and sauces, Delights of West Boca is a place you'll find them all. And whatever it is you're looking for there, you can try it before you buy it in the store. they got a staff who knows their stuff inside and out. They know your are They're open every day, seven days a week from 10 to 10. And they carry the most complete line of Atkins brand products anywhere. And the best part, always 25% off the regular price, all day, every day. And, of course, like we keep telling you, Atkins, he's finally become uh, respectable by, uh, again. Huh? He's become okay, be- even though he's an old fuddy-duddy, because the studies show that Atkins really works. It can lower your uh, cholesterol, your triglycerides, and help get that weight off, too. So check out the number one sugar-free low-carb store anywhere, Delights of West Boca, and you'll find him on the northeast corner of Glades in 441, right next door to Boston Market. You can call him at one 877 7 carb or on the web, find him at lowcarb.com. <laughs>
13: And local. This is Sports Radio 560, QAM. Get yeah,
4: baby! God is great. We will bring great Satan to his knees, Allah Akbar. Hey, Mr. Taliban, give me
0: Ben Long.
4: prepare for a holy war, a big jihad, 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 Going to the jihad, don't be late, coming in from every single terrorist state, Kabul, Yemen, Iraq, Iran, I'll be stepping on my suicide bomb, let's rock, praise Allah, let's rock, got my beard and my long white smock, going to the jihad, rock. Shiite 2 says to Hamas 4, get the boys ready for a holy war. Fata 2 says to Martyr 3, come on and kill some women and children with me. Let's rock, oh, praise Allah, let's rock. Got my long white smock, I'm going to the diodrop. Bin Laden hiding, coming out of his cave. Taliban monkeys start to rant and rave. Black veiled women begging in the crowd. But, buddies only no ladies allowed. Let's rock, them. Raise Allah, let's rock. All, 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 all. Put on my bloody white smock. Going to the G.I. rock Quick, oh. Mohammed, turn on CNN. Check latest American troop position. Ali, watch Bin Laden video, CNBC. For court message, our next mission in America. Going to the jihad, don't be late. Coming in from every single terrorist state. Kabul, Yemen, Iraq, Iran. I'll be stepping on my suicide bomb. Let's rock! Oh, praise Allah, let's rock! you my father. Got my beard and my long white smock. I'm going to the Jihad Rock. I 2 says to Hamas 4, get the boys ready for a holy war. Fata 2 says to Martyr 3, come on and kill some women and children with me. Let's rock. Oh, Rezala, let's rock. i got my beard and my long white smock. You know, I'm going to the Jihad Rock. I'm going to the Jihad. Great Satan to his knees. Kill the impotent swine.
5: 11 until noon at 560. I don't want to step on a whirlybird. Anyway, this is in line with what we were talking about before. Milton Berle's death leaves largest penis void, so to speak. The the death of comedian Milton Berle, long rumored to have the largest penis in Hollywood, has left several celebrities lobbying for the much-heralded title of entertainment's biggest member, including actor James Woods, comic Bob Newhart, and singer, this will knock you off your chair, Wayne Newton. Look at that. They both just hit the floor. Burl died at the age of 93, but his age never appeared to be a factor in the long-running rumors that he possessed the largest penis in the entertainment industry. Now that he's passed away, many celebrities are positioning themselves to overtake his title. I have great respect for Mr. Burl, but now that he's no longer living, I'm not ashamed to tell the world I have an enormous tallywhacker, said Woods, best known for his role at against all odds. I think it's important for the world to know that I am gifted and proud of it. You think this could be tongue in like, rectum, cheek, Newhart begs to differ with Wood's assessment of himself. I've lived in Milton Berle's shadow for far too long, he said. You ask any woman, including my wife and Suzanne Clochette, and they'll tell you I'm hung like a horse, taking a backseat to nobody, especially James Woods. Newton, meanwhile, said he's prepared to put his package head-to-head with anybody. He's got some red hose, uh, roses for a blue lady. He's got a red hose for a blue lady. See, we forgot that today. We were doing Don Cushane. How about red roses for a blue lady, huh? Is that small potatoes or what? He is crap, man. He, and who the hell was saying about? Well, he's a terrible singer but a great entertainer. I think that was Mo saying that one was monitoring the other day, yesterday morning. Let's pretend it was anyway. It was. Uh, it was. Terrible singer but a great entertainer. What, what does that mean? Maybe he gyrated. Maybe he's as good as Susan Lucci. Coochie coochie, huh? She can't sing. She can't dance. She can't act. But she's a great entertainer. She's a panic. Milton stayed at the top because he had both length and girth, the famous Las Vegas performer said. Newton, that's what I bring to the table as well. He laid it right out there on the table. People were aghast. Most guys here in Sin City are just banging showgirls, but I feel like my Johnson is too good for them. I'm very selective with whom I share, the big Harley. It says, so who gets to decide that a honor goes to a small non-profit group in Beverly Hills called Personalities Receiving Infinite (coughs) Kudos, the acronym being P-R-I-C-K. Anybody wanting to lay, uh, claim this most precious, prestigious title must come to our office in person and have themselves measured by the staff, said Dick Judge, president of the organization. To be honest, we've never had to do this before because nobody would come close to meeting Mr. Burrell. If you'll pardon the pun, we're excited over the prospect of having a new poll bearer. There you go. Everybody likes a good poll, like it says. Right there on our website. President is doing very poorly. Very, very bad. Maybe some of you people. 650 votes. 309, 309 people say is a total disaster, 126 say a week. That's 60, almost 67 percent, right around the two-thirds mark. Here's a call in Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
8: Uh, Neil, God.
5: Yeah, yes, sir, speaking.
8: Hey, um, the uh, place on uh, on uh, uh, Sunrise Boulevard, uh, just uh, east of Andrews Hot Avenue. dog heaven. Exactly, yeah. They, they serve uh, Vienna beef hot dogs. Right. Uh, which are brought in from Chicago. You used to be able to buy those in the stores. Uh, in the, in the frozen section, but, uh, very few stores like Publix carry them these days. I, I ask the managers if they'll ever carry them again, and they say not enough interest. Mm-hmm. I, 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 think there's a lot of Midwesterners who would buy them. Um, I wanted to also tell you about a website. Now there's a lot of garbage on the web, we all know. Amen. But this is one, this is one that is, that makes the web, that, you know, makes up for all the sins of the webs. It's called AbsolutelyBrady.com. You must go at your first opportunity.
5: Oh, I got it right here, as a matter of fact.
8: Yeah, it's great. It's
5: fantastic. Mm-hmm. I especially like the naked pictures. Exactly. Thanks. Thank you. See ya. Yeah, we already. Uh, Carlos already got that. He found it. How was he looking for that? I wonder. What does that mean? Absolutely, Brady. Isn't that what's on my? uh Yeah. On my desktop. Right underneath all those icons, there? and he's got one covered in, like a very important place too, which I wish you'd get that off of there. Get it off. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Hot dog heaven. That's an institution. That's been there I think as long as I've been here. The egg and I, the eggery. What is that place called? I, and I'll tell you eggery. another place that's been here as long as I've been. And they were like nothing. They were nothing when I first came here. And then I put them on the map. Not. I wish I had. Krispy Kreme. One hundred and sixty third. Now you talk about a neighborhood that's gone to the dogs. My goodness. And yet everything has gone from there. Peaches, the old Wolfies, uh, uh, I mean, the 163rd Street Mall Shopping Center is still there, but uh, but anyway, um, Krispy Kreme is still there. Now, what's the uh, joint that's right next door to it? Is that the Egg Place? The uh, what ham is and that? Eggery?
10: It's uh, around there. I don't
5: think that's the Ham and Eggery, well, is it?
10: There's something there.
5: There's one that's called the Egg and I or the Egg and You and uh, the Egg and Jew, and then the Egg and
10: I. I think that's uh,
5: that's it. No. See, I get them confused. One of them is on Federal Highway in Fort Lauderdale, and the other one is uh, right next, right next door to uh, Krispy Kreme. Someone will know. Krispy Kreme has been there like a hundred years, and nobody. Well, you know, it's a donut shop. Little did we know at that time, the incredible increase in diabetes. Somebody's on the phone. They're probably going to give George the answer to our thing here right now. The egg and uh, what is it? Egg and U.S. is Federal Highway. Egg I and mean, U.S. is the, the one on Federal, Federal Highway. 63. And what? Hammond agrees right or next door like to this. Krispy Kreme. Those places have been here for a damn long time. That's what I say. You really got to respect people who can stay in business like forever and ever and ever and ever. Because especially in this town, man, these people are really difficult to please. In addition to which, the population keeps turning over so dramatically because basically two things. Number one, it's a transient area, a lot of deadbeats and boat people, and the uh, population keeps dying all the time. Too many old, old, oh. Dying over there. So between those two factors, it's pretty damn hard to like maintain any uh, continuity. I think we're going to be talking about that a little bit tomorrow. Make a list, all you people out there. Start making a list. Places that have been here the longest, that are still in business, that have been here about 5,000 years, not too many restaurants, and places that aren't here anymore that you just are dying for. Like Neil's on Alton Road. I just mentioned that, not for any particular reason. Oh, God. Yeah, that was that was a good place. Not a fancy restaurant. Boy, they had good onion soup, man. They had some of the best damn onion soup. You know, the real thick, baked cheese. Oh, in the crock. Now most of what's left is a crock. Hey, I'll tell you a place that's great. The Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. They're still around, and they're going to be around a long time, because people love to go in there and pig out. Three locations for you now. Sunrise, North Miami Beach, our newest location in Pembroke Pines. Please don't tell Richard what uh, George keeps saying about the Chinese people. Richard's a good guy from Toronto, a big Maple Leaf fan. How about those leaves, Richard? Oh! they got six different kinds of great Oriental soups. They've got just dozens and dozens of succulent entrees. Not just Oriental, but all kinds of other good stuff, too, like uh, surf and turf on the weekends. New York strip steak made to order at their Gourmet Center. That's a sizzling Asian grill with teriyaki steak, shrimp, chicken, seafood, even hand-carved rib, Cooked to your order. Be sure to make a pit stop at the at the Asian Grill. And of course Emerald Coast doesn't use any crap like most Chinese restaurants. Most of those Chinese joints use a lot of MSG, cornstarch, all kinds of uh, artery-clogging stuff. Not the Emerald Coast. They cook all of their fine cuisine with cholesterol-free oils. No MSG, no cornstarch, no crap. Their buffet features a full salad bar, a new sushi bar, fresh rim cocktail, and their famous Lobster Fest is back featuring Lobster thermidors and Lobster Bisque. And if you have any room left at all, try to pace yourself. Go in there and spend a couple of hours because you've got to leave room for dessert. they got a dessert bar that will knock your shoes off. Pies, cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, and even fresh fruit. Three locations, like I said, in Sunrise, the original one, Pine Island or 44th Street. They're on Collins Avenue just north of 163rd, North Miami Beach. After you eat there, you can stop by and go to the uh, Dunkin' the the, oh, sorry, Krispy Kreme, right? You can dunk it at Krispy Kreme. And at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in Pembroke Pines. They accept reservations, take on delivery available as well. Well, and be sure and check out the new Oriental Chicken Salad, too, at the Emerald Coast. Call 954-572-3822. 954-572-3822 for the best Chinese buffet in the universe at the Emerald Coast.
13: My, and local. This is Sports Radio 560.
5: QAM. Get the Miramar Diner.
1: All my favorite Republicans This is Matt Drudge, And it's time for the Excuse me, i It's time once again for the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour <laughs> So for the finest in Online casino gambling Call 1-800-Carl Betts Remember him? Donna Reed For defense yeah,
13: You're so old Oh,
1: yeah <laughs>
13: See that there? I'm still
1: spry. Now listen up, two-boy. Remember that bomb I dropped on them two Malfeces toy burglars over there?
13: Yeah, you sure showed them. Showed them what? Yeah, something.
1: Yeah, but I ain't through with them yet, see? It just so happens I got another bomb to drop. Like this? No, not that kind of bomb, you moron. No! This was even bigger than before.
0: Okay, what is it? Well,
1: as you knew, Ginger Rogers does her show up in Canada. Eh? Yeah, but what you don't know is... Ginger flies his lover that faggot a horn up there every weekend. <gasps> yeah. For hot gay sex. No. Oh. And another thing. Don't believe what you hear in the air. Them two have been grabbing each other's tea bags for years now.
0: Boy, that's some bomb.
1: I nah, ain't through yet. stupid. Now, I paid a great deal of money to a fellow staff member who loves and admires me to leave Ginger's pot open last weekend. You see? Oh. What you're about to hear is that pipe-smoking Ginger Rogers and that train monkey Faggatadorn dancing together in a romantic embrace. One, two,
2: three, one, two, three. One, two, three. That sounds like it's really good. Shut up and listen. Right. Okay. Turn, one. Two.
1: Couple One of
2: girls two. Here. One, two, a couple they out. Three.
1: One, two, three, three. Yeah. <laughs> now you've got it, huh? I weird. I bet he thinks Listen to that. They sure are all sweet all on them. each other, aren't they? <laughs> <days>? I
2: <laughs>
3: Oh. doctor.
0: You're
3: Oh, doctor, It's
2: overflowing. my
13: stop. stop. I, I got stop, so I stop.
9: I Eisner? Mr. Mouse?
13: What the hell are you doing to me? What do you mean, sir? Why am I reading in the paper you're gonna put a Disney theme park in Brooklyn? Well, well sir, we're just scouting locations. Jesus, I'm scouting CEOs! You are killing me! But, but, but sir, look what we've done with New York City, oh. Times Square, 42nd Hang on. Street.
2: Hang on! Remus! Remus!
0: Turn off the vacuum cleaner, Remus! Get that bluebird out of here! Okay,
4: boss.
13: Eisner. But, sir, look what we've done with Midtown Manhattan. 42nd Street
4: is incredible. Oh, Family. you know what?
13: Publicly, I supported that, but you took all the porn away. You're
0: killing me. I'm going through Gaviscon like peds.
13: We're just scouting areas. Calm down. Listen to me, Bucky.
0: <laughs> Hang on. Remus! Remus! Turn off the vacuum cleaner, Remus! Get that bluebird out of here!
2: Okay, boss.
13: Eisner. But, sir, look what we've done with Midtown Manhattan.
6: 42nd Street is incredible. Oh, family. you know what? Publicly, I supported that, but you took all the porn away. You're killing me. I'm going through Gabelscom like peds.
13: We're just scouting areas. Calm down. Listen to me, buddy.
2: Hang on. Read it. Read it. Up. Oh, we love to make you queasy
0: with our private a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all
3: monkeys now. We're not well-mannered, well-behaved, we just love to drop trow. We'll do some tricks, we'll make you
13: laugh. We are fed. Then we'll lay down, scratch our butts, and watch you all turn red. Oh, I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. We wouldn't want to be a dog, a cat, a horse, or cow. We're smelly and we like it, and we've heard the things you said. So don't
0: See the monkey is a monkey, we're all
4: monkeys now. I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, you a monkey, a monkey, monkey, we're all monkeys now. tree to tree, we scream as one we'll out. Now let's well. we're all.
14: But my chest came from my dad I've got a body like a driving range mat When it's cold outside, use my nips to hang your hat I can blow in your ear, give you a lap dance But you won't notice me till I get some implants I need a guy who ain't got issues Like feeling up a chest and finding tissues Guys say I'm cute, they say I'm pretty I'm not one who needs your pity I've got a nice ass and fur like a kitty, But I can't get a man, cause I got no titties
4: Got no titties The
14: Wonder Bra it's something I can't afford When you lay on me, you'll swear you're on a diving board When I turned 11, I started to get pukes. Now I'm 24, and still waiting on my boobs. Guys say I'm cute, they say I'm pretty. I'm not one who needs your pity. I've got a nice ass and fur like a but I can't get a man, cause I've got no titties.
0: I've got no titties.
14: I've got no titties. Get it,
0: get it.
5: See, you don't like that as much as I do, but I love that. I'm just obsessed with it, and I still can't figure out what the hell that's... I mean, it's a song parody on something, right? I would assume. Oh, I know it is. And I would bet you at least half of your salary, $40, <laughs> that uh, it's a Frank Zappa song, but nobody seems to know what it is. Nobody, And nobody has any other alternative suggestions either. Right. But that's okay. It's our big Wednesday, noon to one hour, where we just dummy up and play a lot of good uh, funny stuff. And you sit back and stick a finger in your nose and have a good time doing it. Hey, listen, if you're sticking a finger on your head and you're finding there's a big, nasty bald spot, I noticed Duff on the way out. Did you notice that? Friar Tuck. He's developing a big one. I'm talking about a bald spot. Man. Friar Tuck, did you say? Yeah. You did say that. Anyway, most guys, sooner or later, we get the big bald spot because it's God's nasty gift that he plays on men. And if you want to get your hair back and look like a real mensch, and especially you guys who are, like, still under the age of 100, I mean, once you get to be my age, who cares, you know? But if you're like under, you know, 90, 85, like about Mo's age, if you're younger than that, you want to have a nice-looking piece on there, not some mousy-looking deadly thing that looks like a dead muskrat or maybe like a dead rat. And Charles Alfieri's the guy to do that for you because for over 25 years, working with the famous and not-so-famous Charlie has been able to get guys looking great because he's got the natural hairline system and natural is the operative word it doesn't look like some artificial piece of crap like a bunch of straw was sewn onto your head or like somebody drilled a, a whole bunch of Swiss cheese holes in your head it looks like it's real hair like it's grown out of your scalp that's the key so if you want to look better and younger than you ever thought you could again Give them a call. There's no obligation. What they do is they make an appointment. They give you a free consultation, and Charlie will show you just how much better and younger you can look with his natural hairline system. And when you do call, be sure to mention Neil Rogers. Take advantage of the $200 uh, Neil Rogers discount at Charles Alfieri Studios. Here's the toll-free number to call. It's 1-800-321-2413. Look what we did for Bob Eisenberg. He looks almost human now. He threw away that muskrat we sent him over to Charles Alfieri. He looks almost human, underline the almost part. Call toll-free 1-800-321-2413 and get your hair back from Chuck Alfieri or log onto their website, if you like, at CharlesAlfieri.com.
13: Alfieri and local, this, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. Uh, QAM.
6: Fudge. Dear penis, I don't think I
0: like you anymore. You used to watch me shave, now all you do is stare at the floor. Oh, dear
6: penis, I don't like you anymore. used to be you and me, a paper towel and a dirty magazine. That's all we needed to get back Now it seems things have changed, and I think that you're the one to blame. Dear penis, I don't like you anymore. He sings, dear Rodney, I don't think I'd like you anymore Cause when you get to drinking You put me places I've never been before Dear Rodney, I don't like you anymore Why can't we just get a grip on our man-to-hand relationship
0: Come to terms with truly how we feel If we put our heads together, we just stay home forever. Dear <laughs> penis, I think I like you after
2: all.
13: Oh, and Rodney, while you're shaving, shave my bone. <laughs>
0: Okay. Let's go smoke supply Come on. Let's go smoke when well, there was Ibraquel and the new Bohemian smoking pot. Pot, 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 pot. Well, there's a black crows and driving crying smoking a
2: the spin uh, and blue trappers Let's go let's go smoke some pot.
0: Let's go smoke some pot. Let's go smoke some pot. Let's go smoke
4: I went to blues and everybody out there was smoking pot. I saw Blind Melon and the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Pearl Jam and baby. Let's go smoke some pot. Oh! Let's go smoke some pot. Let's go smoke some pot. Oh right.
0: Toilet, ripping the seed in
6: pain. Mm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And rolling, I'm a grown up, a burning voice. Mm. My fat body is rotting. Mm. Mm-hmm. Breaking the sweat, my bowels are losing control. Mm. Ooh, 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 ooh. Feel like a ghost, it died. You divine spewing at my home. I
0: gotta lift my leg up here. My asshole feels like it's a fire. And I feel just like I'm dying for burning roy. I got a chuck a chunk of burn and I got a chuck a chunk of burn and I got a chunk a chunk of burning roy. I gotta rip a dime. I got a rip. I got a rip. I got a
2: trip.
6: Don't like all the
1: harpers. Don't, don't, don't. Every Jim Wynch, on
11: my TV, he's President Thumbs Republican muscle in, and an articulate
0: idiot, <coughs> I don't know why they would want this guy, but now he's here, first through the next four years,
1: with President Thumbs
11: You don't care what it took to beat
0: her here with President Thumbs. President Thumbs. President Thumbs. President Thumbs. President President I've been to meet her, Smithson. Rock worse and sauerkraut. I love a Polish pit.
3: What's the lotion in the basket? It mixes it all up. It puts the lotion in the basket. It puts them both together. It puts the lotion in the basket. When the eyeball falls out, It oh. puts the lotion in the basket. Then it has to hose it down. It right. puts the lotion in the basket. It's what I have to get. It puts the lotion in the basket. I need to rub it on my brother. It puts the lotion in the basket. I have to try clean my skin suit, it like- puts the lotion in the basket I said doctor I squish my pee pee in my legs I said doctor I like to dance around this way I said mommy on the lamps quiet today, dance and Mommy, I want to look more like a woman. My name is Buffalo Bill. It right. puts the lotion in the basket. It makes it pour my skin. It puts the lotion in the basket. I hold my pee pee in. It puts the lotion in the basket. How much does it grow? It puts the lotion in the basket. I've got my skin suit nipple necklace. <sighs>
5: got yeah, to pass a message to Freaky Carlos up front of the reception desk, but he don't listen to the show his business uh, to that crap they play down the hall. I would send the message that we took a poll all over the building, and they, dis- and they hate Susan Lucci almost as much as they hate you, Freaky Carlos. Hello? Not quite. Coochie, coochie, it's Susan Lucci, who ain't giving no hoochie. 25 past noon at 560. we got the Mad Dog at 1. Hank is in the building. Panther game tonight. Anybody going to be there? No. I'll be there mainly, not just to see the game. I want to see if they clean up their act in the arena tonight. They got their ass together. 697 votes on the poll. Pretty damn impressive if you ask me. President Bush's popularity rating is lower than eight times since 9-11. What's your take on his overall job so far? Total disaster, 330, 47% plus. Weak, 135, 19.3%. Outstanding, 113, 16.2%. Good, 67, 9.6%. And fair, 52 or 7.4%. So outstanding is 16.2%. Other than that, like 83.8% is, uh, not so hot to a disaster. Well, another year's come and gone. It's a new year. You want a new you and you've all made these resolutions for a new this and that, like maybe a new paint job for the house, new carpeting. But when it comes to that new carpeting, who the hell wants to spend all of that money? Because all that new stuff is going to cost you thousands of dollars. The trick is to make something look brand new when it's really not. That's why I've been using dry concepts in my house for over 20 years. When your carpets are really clean, they look brand new. Dry Concepts is the only service that dry cleans your carpets, your drapes, your expensive area rugs, and I guarantee you that all your friends and uh, neighbors will think that you replaced your carpeting with brand new when they see them after the job that Dry Concepts be doing. Dry Concepts technicians are schooled and certified by the Institute of Inspection, Cleaning, and Restoration, and they'll leave your carpet soil-free, vibrant in color and softer to the touch, and smelling lemony fresh. They're dry in just a couple of hours, and you're ready to rock and roll. So don't forget when it's time to clean your carpets, your upholstery, leather furniture. It's time for the best in the universe Dry Concepts. And also, if you have a problem with pet odors or mildew, caused by water damage. No problem The dry concepts can't straighten out. As a matter of fact, if we start getting mildew from our little refrigerator that we thought out, George, what are you laughing about? Yeah. We'll have dry concepts come in here, and they'll make it all go away, and maybe make you go away, too. You owe it to yourself and your carpets to call the Professionals of Dry Concepts at this toll-free number, one eight hundred two four eight five zero seven one. 248 5071 or just log on to their website, dryconcepts.com. Clean today, entertain tonight. Not just their slogan, it's their business at Dry Concepts.
13: We're Sports Radio 560,
8: QAM. Neil, it's bigger than both of us.
13: Now in a supermarket near you, canned Milli Vanilli. Yes, Milli Vanilli's in concert, lip syncing to pre-recorded music tracks. It's all canned. At about 20 bucks a concert ticket, you'll pay premium prices for canned Milli Vanilli. Read the label. Canned Milly Vanilli is all artificial. It's all hair and no talent. Hopefully, it'll have a short shelf life. Canned Milly Vanilli at your local supermarket in the fruit section. Just look for the wrapper with the dreadlocks.
15: Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story, we take a good, hard, stiff look into stardom. Every once in a while, a song gets so much airplay that you can't get it out of your head. Even if you ask a friend to pound your brains in the mud with a baseball bat. One of those songs was by Eddie Grant.
0: We're gonna rock down to and then we're
15: tonight, Eddie Grant talked about the song's political statement.
10: Oh, I'm glad it was a hit, you know, so the message could get out to the people. Electric Avenue, right, it's a street in Brixton in England, and it's about how people there are poor and starving, right, and the government, they don't even care.
15: When Inside the Behind took to the streets, we were struck with how people remembered the deep social significance of the
0: song. We're gonna rock on to Electric Avenue.
2: And
8: then we'll take, take you higher!
15: But Eddie Grant was more than a one-trick pony. He was a two-trick pony. One year later came the theme to Romancing the, the Stone. This song, too, brought instant recognition to the 30-somethings. What?
7: How did that go
14: again? I didn't know Romancing the Stone had a theme song.
7: No, well, was Kathleen Turner naked in that one?
15: Eddie Grant, his place in music history is assured. So, when we find out what it is, we'll let you know. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business tonight on Inside the Behind.
0: This old man, Dick Cheney, he had angioplasty, had a heart attack, paddle whack, got him a pulse tone. Next time he's not coming home. Hey, kids, did you like that? But well, let's do another one, this time with the president. Uh-huh. This nitwit,
13: his name's Bush He's a hemorrhoid in the tush He picked a guy who would die so he'd be alone There's nothing in his empty dome
0: Of the law and she thinks because she's rich. She can lie and if she has to maybe cry to make us think she got framed. But she should be ashamed. Guess she ain't that smart. I hope they throw all her crap out of Kmart. Martha stood. you better quit ducking the question. Cause it's so easy to see you're about to get burned up just like your potpourri she's a bitch she's a mother lock her up like any other she's a seven in an orange jumpsuit she's a woman with no vision lock her up in
7: federal prison let her out when she's a wrinkled coot all right let's play Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Puff Daddy, sitting in the chair, I'll call you Puffy. Yo, yo, man, yo, yo. Are you ready? Yeah. Here's your $100 question. Finish this nursery ride. All right. Hickory Dickory blank. Is it A, dock, B, pier, C, marina, or D, inlet?
0: Whoa, man. Is this a hundred-dollar question right here?
7: You're kidding me, right? This is a hundred dollars. For one hundred dollars. This ain't the million-dollar question? Well, this is the first one. Man. It's only for a hundred dollars. Is this a black thing? Would you like to use a lifeline? Yeah, all right. What do I got? What do I got? Well, we have the Ask the Audience, the 50-50, and the Phone a Friend. Ask the Audience. Nah, too many white people in here.
13: Eh, Yeah, 50-50 ain't going to help me. Oh, you know what? I'm going to phone a friend.
7: going to phone a friend on the hundred-dollar question finishing the nursery ride. Yeah. All right, who are we going to call, Puffy?
13: Oh, my boy, Old Dirty
7: Bastard. Old Dirty Bastard? Yeah, Dirty, we call him. Our friends from AT&T will get Old Dirty on the line, and hopefully he can help you. Yo. Old Dirty? Yeah, man. Regis Philbin from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, how are you? Hi. Got your friend here, Puff Daddy. Yo, Dirty, What's up? What's up? What's up? What's
11: up?
2: What's
7: up? What's up? Yeah. What's up? All right, all right. Uh, old... What's up, he? Old Dirty, uh, Puff Daddy's in a little bit of trouble here on the
1: $100 question. <laughs> it's the first time, man.
7: First question, and uh, the next voice you hear will be his. He'll come on the line. He'll ask you the question. He'll give you four possible choices. Are you set? Hey, man. Next voice you hear will be his, and 30 seconds begins now. What's
13: up? <laughs>
7: Yo, dirty, finish this off for me, all right? Hey,
13: man. Hickory dickory blank. Is it A, Doc, B, Pia, C, Marino,
7: or D, Italy? Oh, oh. Come on, man. I don't got much time. Man, I know this, man. I know
13: it. Oh, I see it's Pia. Pia, you sure? About 30, man. This is a lot of money, man. 30, about 30.
7: All right, man. Thank you very much. All right, man. Time's up. uh Old Dirty said Pia. Whew. You still have two lifelines left. We are on the $100 question. You know what, Regis? Want to poll the audience? No, I'd like to add a lifeline. Uh Actually, no, there's only uh three lifelines. You've used one. You have two left.
13: No, no, no. I get another lifeline.
7: It's a brand new one to the game. And uh, what is that, Puffy? It's called Shoot the Host. Puffy, you can ask the audience. I call it Shoot the Host. Puffy, use the 50-50. What's the answer? Puffy, it's Doc. It's a, a. It's Doc. My final answer is Doc. It's Doc. And
6: it's a good one. You got $100. Run, you. Run, you. What? Run, you. Run, you. So <laughs> run, Show Run, Bobbitt, stealthily slips from the covers and creeps from her bed. What's in her head? Waits in the
8: doorway.
6: Holding a knife that she got from a clean kitchen drawer. Who is it for? Little Johnny Bobbit. What is it you have done? Little Johnny Bobbit. You never should have come. John Bobbit. Dreaming the dreams of a man who has nothing to fear. What does he hear? Mrs. Lorena, creeping along in the night with a blade in her hand. What has she planned? Little Johnny Bobbit? she's got a big surprise. Little Johnny Bobbit. gonna cut you down to size. <laughs> ah, and now she's coming! Now she's cutting off his penis. <laughs> nice look. Lorena Bobbit went to the nut house and got out in forty five days. It's just a phase now she's in Miami looking for Allen for Neil and for old Lincoln Hayes <laughs> Publicity Pays Little Johnny Bobbit What is it you have done? Little Johnny Bobbitt, well, you never should
1: have come. Where's my meat?
5: <laughs> wow. Well, I told you I'd dig out some stuff on these Wednesdays, huh? That was uh, the goddess's bit. Well, oh, she's going to be really porked off. Well, she do not have time for stuff like that anymore. Now that she's saving the world, am I right about that? You bet. Oh, yeah. Twenty-two to one at five sixty WQM. Hey, what night is it? It's uh, Wednesday. You know what that means. We got great live harness racing at Pompano Park, and every Wednesday is dollar night at Pompano. You can get you a draft beer, hot dog, soda, large pretzel, or popcorn for just a buck a piece. We got live racing four nights a week now at Pompano Park. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. And don't forget the new early post time, seven fifteen in the P.M. Featuring free general parking, free clubhouse on Grand Standard Mission every afternoon and night. And speaking of afternoons, you got your simulcasting every single day, seven days a week starting at noon, running till uh, the wee hours of the morning. And, of course, every Monday now, we got Monday Night Madness, two for $25 full-course dinners in the top of the park, six-floor dining room at Pompano Park. Dinner includes salad, choice of entree, specials, uh, potato, veggie, dessert, and iced tea. And while you're at Pompano Park, be sure and plunge a few bucks on Brian Sears because he is just unbelievable. Nice going, Brian. So come out for a great evening, of great horse racing action, and also this Friday at Pompano Park, they will show you the money. There'll be a money machine in the winner's circle this Friday, January 17, with more than a thousand dollars in cash and betting vouchers, free entry blanks for patrons to win a chance every race to get in the money machine and grab as much of the loot as you can. Don't forget this Saturday to bring in your mystery cash voucher. Your ticket is worth at least two hundred bucks, at least two dollars, or maybe as high as a thousand. Let me say that again because we don't want to cause no problems. Your ticket is worth at least two bucks or as high as a thousand dollars. That's this coming Saturday. Lots of great stuff going on. Maybe you want to give a seminar to Dick Feinberg, tell him about the really good drivers. Pompano Park on the corner of Powerline Atlanta. Boulevard for a great harness racing action tonight, starting at 7:15 p.m.
13: Live at this is Radio
9: 560 Your uncle Larry and little Tommy. Lightning has almost struck twice in Lake Forest. I remember you reporting about the little poodle that weaved its way through the traffic in Lake Forest only to be splattered by a northwestern train. Well, a similar incident happened about a week ago involving a squirrel. My friend and I were on our way to get some lunch in Lake Forest last Saturday when we noticed a squirrel trying to weave its way across the traffic on Western Avenue. We were in a car about twenty yards away from the squirrel when it started to make its way across the street. The squirrel was probably not as mobile as it could have been because its mouth was really stuffed with nuts from the park. Oh. Luckily, though, the squirrel scampered across traffic, and my friend and I were relieved that he was safe. Suddenly, two girls who were on a bike ride appeared along the side of the street. They were really flying when the confused squirrel jumped into their path. The girl tried to avoid the squirrel, but he somehow hit the back tire of her bike and got caught up in the spokes. Oh, jeez! The poor squirrel went around in the wheel several times before he got free and was flung on the grass. To our surprise, the day's squirrel got to his feet and staggered away, apparently okay. Oh, good. The girl who was riding the bike was a little upset, but I'm sure not as much as the squirrel. Luckily, he didn't lose his life, but he might have lost his <laughs> nuts. <coughs> That's right.
11: Now, American Idol on...
7: Courtney, you're next. Go ahead, please.
14: And I'm telling you, I'm not going, because you're the best thing I ever had.
7: be. Paula.
14: I feel like I didn't know you for this whole competition and and now I do and great job. Great job.
7: I agree with Paula. I didn't feel like I knew you either and now I do and I hate you. I thought you were terrible. You're the worst singer I've ever heard in my entire life. You sung three completely different songs. You're a mess. You're an absolute mess. I hate you. I'd like to set you on fire right now. I'd like to take my own head and put it under a piano and drop it. Thank you, Courtney. Maybe the viewers will disagree. Maybe. But I doubt it. Thank you. Thank you. Next. Thank you. No speaking.
14: Cut me off, that's for sure Then you go real slow The parking lot, you hit my door Now I'm about to blow I can't handle my road rage Better stay out of my face You're one and as is, you someone who gets me pissed. Your face is next to definition, if you the bird, and then I drive away.
0: Curse at you through my
2: window,
14: Beat at you so that you know, I'm the one that didn't let you go, if you the bird, and then I drive away. You're one and asshole is, you someone.
1: I need to the morgue And stick my ass in a big black box Dig a six-foot hole And chuck my casket in the slot In other words Bah, fungul. In other words You better fucking miss me Have to fill my hole with dirt And pack it tight so I can't get out Tony Bennett's next And maybe Wayne Newton will bite the knob also And to all my fans Hey, Bob Fongu
0: Yes, in other words
3: F*** you
5: Schmucks. He sure could sing, could not he? No. Not a note. 12 minutes before 1 at if you WQM. The Mad Dog at 1. Hank will be along at 3. Hockey tonight. Anybody going? No. I'll be there checking on who's naughty and nice. Anyway, let me tell you about a great place. In fact, this ties in with what we're talking about tomorrow, places that have been around forever and ever. Flores at 79th and Biscayne. Man, this place has been there for about 400 years, and you can get the same great flavor, the same fantastic fresh pastas and sauces you get in Italy right there at Flores in in North Dade. We used to talk about was that North End, so wherever the hell it is. We used to talk about all the time at IOD because they were right up the road. They used to bring food by all the time, and now you can really enjoy it again because the same great food is back. It's the outdoor restaurant with an atmosphere that's as casual as it gets. Whether you're eating in, taking out, or calling for a delivery, everything out of Flora's Kitchen is made fresh to order from the homemade dough for the pizza and garlic rolls to the fabulous sauces made fresh and never from a can. Flores Pizzeria of Miami creates the great taste of Italy to any dish. Great pasta specials every night, and the pizza specials are unbelievably low-priced. $11.99 for a large cheese pizza with a half a dozen garlic rolls and liter of soda. $13.99 gives you a large cheese pie, liter of soda, and six chicken wings. Be sure and try the homemade meat lasagna, just oozing with melted cheese. I don't care what that one guy says. Oozing with melted cheese sounds good to me. It's fun, too, because they got stuff to do and games for the kids, so they don't have to drive you nuts while you're eating. You'll love the casual. Come as you are atmosphere at Flores. They're open every day, seven days a week. Lunch dinner, parties, and catering. Call them at 305-758-5351. That's 305-758-5351. Or enjoy it right there at 79th Street, just two blocks east of Biscayne Boulevard. See why the herald call Flores, one of the great Italian restaurants in town, and that's why they've been around here for about 500 years. Call Flores Pizzeria of Miami and be sure and tell them that Old Neil sent you by. Live, live
13: and local. We're Sports Radio 560.
5: Q-A-M. Hi, i over here. W-I-O-D. Hello? Ticket Central.
8: Hello, can I have the tickets, please?
5: For for what?
8: Uh, Neil just announced some tickets that he's giving.
9: What are they for?
8: Uh, They're, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I guess I can't get them because I don't know what they're for, huh?
5: Well, I mean, if you wanted can, them for... I can
8: hardly hear you, sir, because the radio is on so loud. But
5: I mean, if you wanted a free tickets and you don't know what they're for, well, why they're do you want for, Just because they're, they're free? The, you want them just because they're free for, and you uh, don't even know, for what for? You know, what for? You know what
8: they're for? They're, they're for, the, uh, yeah. for the, horse races. For the horse uh, races? They're for races in,
5: in Pompano. They're for races in Pompano at the Irish Fest? They're having horse races at Municipal Stadium? Well, you tell
8: me what they're for. I'm, I want them because I have some friends out of town. I want to give it to them.
5: For what? For the horse races? I don't know what it's for. Well, then why did you call? You heard the, that magic word, didn't you? Fwee. Right? <sighs> Isn't that what you did? You heard Neil say, Fwee. Hello? Hello? Yes. You want them?
8: Yes, I would like them if I could
4: get them. Hold on. I pledge allegiance to a non-specific symbol of my choice, of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under a non-specific religious or non-religious representative, divisible or indivisible, with or without liberty and justice for all, or some. All right.
5: Sensational hour, if you ask me, but what the hell do I know? So anyway, we asked today in our poll, it's still on there, President Bush's popularity rating is lower than any time since 9-11. What's your take, baby, on W, on the the overall job he's doing so far? Total disaster out of 751 votes, 354, 47.1%. Weak, weak, 146, 19.4%. Outstanding, 121, 16.1%. Good, 71, 9.4%. Fair, 59, 7.8%. Not too great. Not too hot. Anyway, the Mad Dog's coming along next. He's always hot. He's on fire. He's smoking it. He'll be along from one to three. We got Hank in the building. And then tonight, don't forget Panthers and the Bruins. Anybody can show up when the team is winning. When the team is getting the crap pounded out of them, that's the time to see who the real fans are. The real hockey fans. And I'm not talking about the ones that are going to be wearing the Bruins outfits tonight. I'm talking about the Panther fans. I'll be there. Anybody going to be there? No. Come on, let's show up tonight and root for us something. Okay. You going to be there, George? Where? Putts. Anyway, the Mad Dog's coming up next. Bye, bye, bye.
13: The Neil Rogers Show on 560
1: WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Will Chamberlain, rate me.